Hello! <laughs> That's such a terrible start to recording. Hello, welcome Let's to Let's start again. Let's start again. Go no, back. No, Roll it back. Let's start again. F. Hello, welcome to Oswald Game. It's Monday night, which means it's time to discuss how we're feeling as human beings and maybe also later on Warhammer. How does everyone feel about that? Hello, welcome to Oswald Gamer. I'm with Mr. Nathan Prescott. Hello. hello, Nathan. Hello, hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. What's been going on? Uh, what's been going on? Um, not much. Just uh, actually, I've not done any hobby I can think of. I played. Uh, I played in the club last week. You did? Didn't I? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just wrote a few lists, but I've not painted anything. I've not lifted up a paintbrush in anger. <laughs> <laughs> So unusual when you're not painting. Yeah, what? You're not painting at all? No, I was busy. Okay, all right. Well, I'd like to hear more about that, but probably off air. And also uh, the Darfunk Punk, whatever the fuck. Oh, uh, how was concert. it? It got cancelled last minute. Like on the day, two hours before or something stupid. Why? Mad, madness. Uh, COVID. Oh, God. One of the dudes had the COVID. I thought it was over. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's gone. I thought it's you gone. could have just put a helmet on anybody and just shoved them up there. And that would be fine. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Speckles. I'm back ready just for subscribing. We're joined by the live Twitch audience. Shout out to the Twitch chat and the Hydro homies. James, baby, back in the driving seat. How are you? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I don't really know where my week went from last week to this week, but other than that, very well. Okay. All right. Good. You're painting. What are you painting today? Oh, you want my hobby update as well? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. so uh, today I'm painting. Uh, I'm painting a Hawkeye from Ooh. MCP because okay. he was just in my backlog of models to paint. Uh, I played MCP all Saturday. I went to an event, got battered all day. It was good fun. Yeah, what were you drinking? Uh, nothing. Just oh, in game. You mean just battered in game. game? Oh, not a bad sausage. Um, And then... <laughs> <laughs> Which, for, by the way, for everyone not from England, we actually call getting drunk in England a battered sausage, just in case you ever want to tell your friends that or something. And uh, what was the other thing? Well, and I also uh, got a giant, like, I guess it's kind of hobby. So I got a giant delivery of a Kickstarter on um, on Saturday as well. So I got delivered uh, a board game called Bardsung, which is a... Um, like a big dungeon crawler thing, a bit like what I imagine is a much better version of like Curse City or such. Um, Some shit. Uh, <laughs> that game, but the, they had loads of guest um, writers for the storylines. Uh, okay. So like, there's some stories by like Matt Mercer and people. So this should be Brand cool. Did Brandon Sanderson do a bit of that as well? Apparently. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I feel like I feel like uh, this is a, just an author joke for a couple of people in the room. Uh, but like Brandon Sanderson really stole all of the energy from George R. R. Martin. Like like anything that he wrote this book by mistake. Oh, hey, here's another one. In fact, fuck it. I wrote half a dozen books by mistake because I was bored. Uh, and also, uh, Mr. Adam Mumford, who rarely reads a book, but 
uh, is a joy of my heart. I just, I don't know what to say. Hello, Adam. Adam is here as our Isaac Deepkin expert and uh, also just a just a great fan of the show. Well, I'm a great fan of Adam. Hello, Adam. How are you? <coughs> just found out if you put two Achillean kings together, they make a heart. <laughs> oh, perfect. For the weebs. For the yeah, weebs. man. Like, just like straight up go for it, you know? All right, perfect. Uh, well, Adam, how have you been? What have you been up to? Uh, I played a tournament. How did it go? Um, it was a it was a nice vibe. Uh, the venue was kind of shit. Um, <laughs> you know, the terrain was pretty annoying. Uh, I kept getting complaints from my opponents about the terrain. Oh. You know, they were like, "Is this line of sight blocking?" I was like, "Yeah, it is." And they were like, "No, this can't be line of sight blocking." And then Why? I was like, "Hey, hey, Rob, yeah, is this line of sight blocking?" And you were like, "Yeah, it is." And, and I got said... some really bad NPE stuff from it, to be honest. So, <laughs> you know. You had a bad MP? I, well, I, I was sitting there playing all the terrain rules and they were going, no! I was like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's sorry. how it I works. Had, I had a great time. <laughs> you know, your Dread Saurian can't fit through there. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh, shout out to Jack. Uh, yeah. He's a treasure. Uh, you had a good weekend. You took your Beast of Chaos out for uh, a spin. Yeah. Yeah, apparently they're basically just deep kindle as well. Now you just wait until um, turn three and then set off. Okay. So that's quite fun. Yeah. But that the cockatrices are pretty good. Um, unless you roll 14 mortal wounds into someone and then they go, I've got four out of five up ward save and then make all but four. Uh, yes. Yes. There was some really interesting dice rolling that weekend. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it was pretty fun. Was it 12 charges in one turn failed every single one <laughs> it was, i like how i already know this story was 11 and it's already grown in one day what we'll have a <laughs> no, story no we found out it was there was another charge uh also found out uh yeah. the tank didn't get any of the monster kills for killing your cockatrices so it's actually you guys actually drew so i told him we drew he kept saying no you've won i was like no i'm pretty sure we've drawn <laughs> <laughs> I literally said it about three times, and he was like, no, no, you've won. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, thanks for coming on the show to agree to talk uh, Ida Deepkin, because if there's anyone who's willing to write a meme list, it's going to be Adam, uh, I'm thinking, uh, like because that's pretty exciting. Uh, just some quick, uh, some quick life uh, rule, uh, sorry, quick life updates uh, for the show. Uh, on the 9th and 10th of April, got that right now, finally. On the 9th and 10th of April... Uh, on the 9th and 10th of April, we will be uh, doing an Age of Sigmar event here in the TSN Arena. Now, they're two one-day events, or you can buy a ticket to go to both, which is interesting, um, if you want. And then you could be... So, basically, we're going to do awards at the end of the Saturday and awards at the end of the Sunday. But if you played both, there's also a separate set of awards, if that makes sense to everyone at home. So, not the 16th and 17th? No, it's not. Thanks for bringing that up. Um so it's the 9th and 10th of April. But interestingly, it's a thousand point tournament. So it's 1K, five rounds each day. So if you want to go play a thousand point event. Nathan, it's first you've heard of it. What do you think? <clears throat> Sounds fun, yeah. So you could play 10 games. You could play 10 games, yeah. Which I think the the whole process of playing the thousand points, I think it'll be quite interesting. Um, like it's a different meta opportunity for people who already play a lot and for new people it gives them the opportunity to go through those really simple basic rep steps of okay it's the start of the battle round like 
how do we do command points how do we do battle tactics do you know what i mean you go because you have to do all those elements still in addition like of playing the game but you aren't trapped so you've got a, an hour and a half for each one james you've been playing smaller format games what do you think uh i played so i played a marvel event at the weekend uh, and the rounds were an hour and a half mm. and it was beautiful why i just loved it so like so it's the first time like i think it's just refreshing for lack of a better term so because the rounds are so much shorter you get more games in you see more opponents you meet more people but it also means like your games summarize faster um i found it i mean you know like i'm sure people love the the three hour game and i'm not saying i'm against them i play them all the time and i really enjoy them but i think actually the the flip to playing something that was you know half the time Mm -hmm. was really nice half the painting as well yeah half the painting half the time but i think actually like the time's even more interesting and i think almost like in your head when you start a game and you're like i've got three hours it's ages and i know it's not always and for some people it's definitely the amount of time they need for one turn nathan um but wow wow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> way to, to call someone out but um so i do think i think like having an hour and a half almost in your head makes you start a game and you're like oh it should be faster well interestingly uh adam uh along with matt mallow uh the other week came up to the tsn arena and you guys played speed hammer right yeah it was great do you, do you want to tell us about it uh yeah we played two thousand points in an hour and a half uh, we had 45 minutes each on a chess clock and then played a game. And it was very, very quick, very, very good. Um, and you sort of didn't have enough time to sort of make real decisions. You kind of just had to do things okay. and hope it worked. So it was quite good fun. Um, I'd definitely do it again, but yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Like, I think one of those interesting things uh, with Worlds coming up and people obviously going to be on clocks at Worlds uh, and then... Um, so we've got worlds on the way and where people will be already timing their games. Uh, oh, I, I think... can't wait to watch some people with clocks. Uh, time out. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> That's me. Just waiting to see Matt, uh, Matt Goldsborough's face when he sees a chess clock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so um, just a, a quick follow-up. Uh, Nathan, if you were going to take a thousand-point list to a tournament, top of your head, just go emotional. What are you going to take? Uh, take a Mangler Squig with another ma- with uh Loom Boss on Mangler Squigs, and then probably a Mangler Squig without a Loom Boss on him, and then some Squig Herds to fill it up, and some Snufflers if I can sneak them on. Okay, perfect, so, perfect. Uh, yeah. uh, what about you, Adam? What would I take at a thousand points? Yeah, uh, four Achillean Kings. Uh, you that would that wouldn't fit. I'm afraid you need some power. I'm not there, coming. <laughs> okay, uh, James. What about you? Uh, some Bast- a Bastian Cathalos and some filler. Okay, well, <laughs> so interestingly, that interestingly, there's some there's some quick comp. Uh, there's no named characters. Oh well, this just got rubbish. Not okay. and four dragons. <laughs> I, no, also boring. So okay. I bring the little head beast of chaos guy. The like five wound whatever yeah and then as many best to go as fit in a thousand points perfect all right i like to oh and that. one shaman to make them fast sorry one more shaman. all right and uh, a cockatrice yeah no 
Okay. To summon all the cockatrices. To summon them all. Summon them all. Yeah, you got it. Uh, there's actually. Oh, some... you need a monster. Some dude has to be a monster to roar. Shagoth. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's some soft comp. Uh, just quickly, uh, I'll fly through it real quick. No name characters. No battle line if can be battle line. Yeah. Uh, if that yep. makes sense. Uh, in dragon ogres already. You can only oh. do. You can only reinforce two units in your whole army, and you can only reinforce battle line. Is there um? Are there so any no rules? Heard, then. Are there any rules like that in thousand point games anymore? Anyway, just because I haven't read the. There are, I, don't think, I don't think there are even rules now in the GHB for thousand point games. I think they gave okay. up on it. I think they're still writing it into 40k to pretend like they're doing some work. But again, if you were getting paid that, wouldn't you just copy and paste some shit over? Me too, right? Like so. Uh, yeah. Um, but I think yeah, you could have some really fun. And it's it, anyway, we're putting it on, and I'll just let the market decide. Either people will be really excited about it, and they'll they'll bite the bullet, and we'll get some people turning up, or we won't. But either way, we're going to run it. If we get enough people attending, I think. I would like to try and stream it as well, which would be pretty rapid fire, Adam. I don't know what you think about that. Imagine how fast. Imagine that. Yeah, right? You're like, they've deployed. He's moved that unit. He's cast this. Oh my God, he's in the movement phase already. <laughs> oh, he's done this. <laughs> I was watching Total War content last night, like the tournament stuff. Yeah. And like, that's fast. And that's not how I'm imagining it. Yeah. He's now cast this. Here we go. Oh no, he's already done this. Swap the table and you're like in the fucking next turn. Yeah. Well, either way, uh, the event's up on Eventbrite. If you guys want to check it out, I will include it in the show notes below. But either way, I'm pretty excited. I think it'll either be really, really fun um, or it'll be a disaster. But I think it'll actually just end up being really, really fun. And I'm particularly excited about uh, people playing. Um, you can't have 100, or you could have 140 zombies if you want. But like, people are like, ha ha, I'll take a necromancer and 140 zombies. I'm like, ha ha, I actually think that's really cool and it would be fun to see. So. I mean, who do you think you're winning? Jokes on you. Yeah, jokes on me. Yeah, I know. Oh no. Oh, I'm gonna have such a terrible time watching people having a good time. Um, anyway, so that's up. All right, should we move on with the uh, the? If you do have any thoughts on it, I'd like to hear about it in the comments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Have you thought of doubling the points? I have thought about doubling the points, but then what ends up happening is you end up with loads of dragons. Ah, uh, okay, I see. So. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, and jokes on them, they have to move 140 zombies. Uh, someone wants to take 55 Bliss Barb Archers. You can't even, can you even fit that in? No, they're like 200 points for five. No, uh, maybe you could fit one character. No, you couldn't even. Uh, so I like how we, all of you in the chat are writing lists, but somehow don't understand points costs. You're like, I don't have... understand there's other units. You don't <laughs> just have to take one. The, can I actually, you could probably do with a comp. Oh, really? What is it? You probably want to reduce Sentinels, because at the moment, they're overcosted. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was thinking of giving Lumineth an extra 20, 20 points. Something, something, Just something. Just minus 100 points. And they be able to reinforce them, so yeah. it's fine. I also have put the comp in that you can only have one Mega Gargan. Uh, so, and if you're a Mega Gargan player and you're sad about that, just control the board space. You'll work it out. Um, right, okay. No, no, you charge one objective and then get sad that someone's burnt the other ones. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's talk about Ideneth, shall we? Are you three, before we get into this, Nathan, were you excited about Ideneth? Uh, no. Okay, uh, fuck. Else. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, James? Uh, yeah, I think I always think they're like a pretty army, so it'd be nice to see them maybe have a resurgence. Yeah, it's a shame that we couldn't get a like a high ranked Ideneth player here to talk about it. But other than that, fine. 
I know, I really wish it was Dan Arnold. Me too. Me too. So he much actually, better. He actually refused <laughs> us. Oh, fair. He didn't. You what? He didn't. I asked you first. What? I asked you first. Why would you do that? <laughs> uh, He's way Ad- better than me. Adam, could you give us some sort of idea of what Inez Deepkin before we start looking at the new battle tome? So. Oh, God. <laughs> I had Inez Deepkin before you went first on turn three and won the game. There you go. <laughs> Like, we used to take more Sargard. It was pretty good. Then they binned them off, took some other eels, took some sharks, won the game that way instead. <laughs> Simple as that, really, wasn't it? Then they but brought out some new War Scrolls. Turn three? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, then they brought out some new War Scrolls for sharks. Turns out they're not the right War Scrolls, and we've got new War Scrolls again. <laughs> um, and I think we've been back through about seven iterations of the same War Scroll. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's your Deepkin before this book. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the the thing that I find uh, really interesting about all of this, like, and I would like to deep dive this, like, I, I'd like to kind of focus on the Idness stuff today and get it done. Um, but I think there's an entire show where we talk about the design space of an Always Strikes First Army, which obviously Idness have maintained, um, where we talk about that in detail and in depth, because truthfully, like, I don't, like, I don't really understand, um, I don't really understand how, uh, like, they expect the rest of the game to carry on. Like, like I don't think Ironeth Deepkin are broken or anything so close to that. I don't think the new book is that. I don't think that they're like, there's some 75% win rate army or something dumb. But I do think that they like, they've, they've, they've capped the whole game because they're like, let's say they bring out, let's say they bring out corn, right? And they're like, okay, corn, you're a fighting army. You don't really shoot. And you're like, okay. Right, we're not very fast either. Like we know that this is kind of the premise, right? So Corn has to defeat the Always Strikes First Army because it only does damage in melee. It either has to defeat the entire Always Strikes First Army before turn three, or it somehow has to avoid fighting on turn three, which feels like a very pivotal turn. I won't lie, the middle of the game sounds sounds pretty fine to be honest. It does like so like. Like, or Flesh Eater Courts, or, like, I, I guess Iron Jaws or any of those other things. So it kind of has to defeat all of those armies. You, you have to defeat the Identity Deepkin before the third turn, otherwise they get this, I would say, probably too strong play. No, um, it's not too strong. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> right? And then... <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. Nathan, what do you think about that? Because I know you've played Deepkin quite a bit against it. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, um... It's always been tricky with the Always Tracks first thing, because uh, I've mainly played melee armies. Yeah. Um, managed to get around it a couple of times, but yeah, when when you're in the midst of that turn three, it does feel pretty tough, especially, like you say, if you're playing a more melee army. Uh, you've got to go for it turns one and two and try and, uh, try and pin them down so that uh and smash them up you've got to do it before turn three gets there really and uh, it's quite hard to do because they're quite fast little fuckers <laughs> they are they are and then uh james um the, i guess if you were playing maybe your stormcast you try and do some shooting or attack them on turn one maybe with the shooting yeah i think i think the problem with deepkin always had to be that you used to have to have something that was like quick enough and hard enough to mince a couple out of each unit, I think. Yeah. Try and get them to start running away or 
try and whittle them down so that turn three was less aggressive. But the ongoing issue, I mean, especially Eels, the issue I think was always that they could basically just sit at the back of the board, mm. feed you a couple, move 16, charge, mm. fail uh, a charge. 14? 14, sorry. Move 14. Yeah, calm down. Charge, fail a charge, just re-roll that charge, get in and kill you. Is the issue, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So anyway, like, like this isn't really the forum to like, uh, I'm going to go into that in detail on another show. Um, but because I'd like to like focus on like, let's talk about Iron Ethnique and be excited. But I think the fallout of the book is going to be like, huh, so I can't shoot you. And also, I guess, fuck me too, right? On turn three. So like, okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> Deepkin players are happy though. But yeah, that's true. That's true. Tell the Facebook page that. Oh, oh are they being salty? Nerfed! Oh, God. Well, yeah, they're idiots anyway. Hey, I'm I I'm going to post this in the Facebook page. Just like let you all know, I think you're idiots. So that's important. Um, oh, should I get some screen caps right now? We'll yeah. go through those instead. <laughs> yeah, no, no, let's not. <laughs> okay. I think three Leviadons is a really good list. Just tell them to shut up, okay? Tell them to go home. Uh, all right, okay, so... Let's talk about what's in the book, shall we? Because um, I know Nathan and James aren't aware. So if you've got any questions, do pipe up. Same with the people in the chat. So um, obviously you've got battle traits. You've got five sub-factions. You've got 18 war scrolls. You've got five, four spells, which like, anyway, four spells. Nine command traits. It's plenty. Yeah, it's plenty. Nine command traits split over three factions. Uh, sorry, three different types of units. And then nine artifacts split over three different types of units. And then six mount traits split over two types of units which is quite nice um uh then uh, uh oh no i've gone to my why has it gone to the final thoughts oh no uh anyway so units uh they've got 18 war scrolls uh two battle line battle line units in namati uh reavers and namati thralls uh they've got four battle line if units which is leviadons uh in nautila yeah nailed it alapexes in futhwan um, and then uh, Morsar and Ishling Guard, if you have an Achillean King as your general. Uh, they've got 10 leaders. It's quite a bit. Uh, three named characters. And also the Warcry Warband one, but I don't count them because they're always whatever. And then one monster or behemoth. And then one piece of faction terrain. Um, uh, now, we'll just jump straight onto the uh, the battle traits. So they've kept Forgotten My Nightmares. Adam, do you want to tell us about this? Uh, Forgotten Nightmares is the best ability in the game. Uh, basically, if you try and shoot Deepkin, you've got to shoot the closest unit to you. So you can be really janky with this, with like your models, and like force them to shoot what you want. So it's really good at keeping in check those shooting armies as well. Yeah. So I think it's really good that they have kept it. It's it's really good. Uh, James, you played against this? Tried to shoot some eels ever? Uh, yeah, I have played. I've played against it before, but I think very rarely actually when I took a shooting army because I very rarely take a shooting army in Sigma. Um, but it, the couple of times I've had bits of shooting, I think it's always like it's always a good trigger and it's always a good defense for the the deep can player. You just I think you almost need to position how you want and hope that they either then counter the way you want them to or or uh, just try and mince out the chaff as fast as possible. 
Yeah, so this is going to give the Ardenath Deepkin the ability to control the board really well against shooting in lots and lots of ways because you can only shoot the closest enemy unit, basically. Well, you can only shoot the closest Deepkin unit, uh, which means there's so many things that this is good against. Like, So normally you would fly your dragons up, as an example. You would rain your fire at the characters behind and then charge the unit in front, and you, ca and you can't do that now. Uh, you, I mean, you can't do that. You, your long strikes can only hit the closest visible thing. Your bow snakes can only hit the closest unable thing. Um, Don't forget sentinels. Sentinels. Not, not that you ever see them. But uh, <laughs> does um, what about allies? Are they also for, uh, yeah? So you have to shoot the ally if the ally is in front of you. Yes. You can shoot the ally behind them, but if they yeah. Allies okay. in front, you can you can't shoot behind them. But you yeah. can't, yeah. So you can't shoot any yeah. Ideneth if there's a, a. Which is why a, you used to see eight wings all the time. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Nice for them. Very all nice right. wings. Yeah. So then uh, the tides of death. The Tides of Death, uh, so this is your other allegiance ability or your battle trait, um, is uh, battle round one, it starts as low tide, but obviously you can take a character to flip it so you can start at ebb tide, right? And then go to high tide so you can you can flip it if you wanted to, right? So low tide, I'll just quickly tell you what they do. Uh, you get cover, so plus one save. Flood tide, which is round two, you get run and can still ch shoot and charge or charge. Any of the or two. charge. It's or charge, still shoot yeah. or charge, yeah? Um which is pretty nice on turn two, which is when you're going to be running about, like, running to shoot, like, and especially when the units are so fast, right? Um, uh, Alapex's move 14, Turtles move 10, Aspects of the Storm and Sea move 12, Achillean Kings move 14. So they're, they're very fast. So they're fast, and for some reason they thought, not fast enough, let's go faster. Um, yeah. So, th yeah, they added that in. Uh, and then round three, as we've already talked about, you've got always strikes first for Ideneth Deepkin units army wide if you flip the tides you'll get that on turn two uh huge absolutely huge uh what do you think nath well so it's very similar to what they had before uh isn't it really yeah so yeah okay. uh and so round four is that retreat and charge retreat and charge retreat and charge yeah oh, that's good yeah that's the same yeah so super was one of the best allegiance ability armies i think that, that are out there you don't have to roll the dice to see if you get it it just happens and yeah game on hey got loads of free rules every turn loads of free rules loads which compared to some of the other free rules that we've seen so far these feel very good yeah yeah oh, i would say they're some of the best do they still have their shipwrecks as well they do but they've changed Oh, okay. So much better. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, what do you think of these so far, James? Got any thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because it hasn't... Has it changed at all? Have no. any of those changed? No. So, no. So, they they add a little head. Yeah, yeah. So, so, like, they've not changed at all. They've come into a game where I think, so far, the books we've seen have lots of things that only activate once per battle, mm. which also makes them better. Um, yeah, just nuts. It's really good. It does. I mean, it's always been there. So I think as a Deepkin player, great, because you've just got the same rules to remember. As someone that's playing Deepkin, great, because you've just got the same rules to play into. I just think, like, moving it from two to three, and I know they've been playing in three, but not uh, you haven't seen as many, I think just buffs it. They're the third best army in 3.1 at the minute. There you go. And I think, like, this is better, right? 
Well, I guess it's the same, but well, it's better in three he, than it was in two. Well, let I me think. tell you about what they got. So they also got something that works with the tides. So they have the Ishran ritual. So this is when it works. If you bring an Ishran character, which is a soul scryer, a soul yep. render, tidecaster, yep. or Lotan. Okay, which, which one points? That's uh, Soulscry, you probably won't take him much anymore. I don't think. Maybe you will, but I don't think so. So Pointy okay. Man, as you as you would know him. Uh, I think you'd probably take the Tidecaster. We'll talk about that more in a bit. Um, Lotan. Uh, or you could take Lotan in some meme lists, like, which, like, he's <laughs> he's genuinely really good. He's like, in every be good. list I've written so far. Yeah, he's really, really, right. really good. Because he, he's, he's the cheapest Ishran character to get this ritual. Yeah. Not because okay. he's actually good, it's just because he's cheap. Because yeah. uh, you want the... the ritual. So what does the ritual do? Okay, so ritual. So the way, the when the ritual happens, this is really important. The ritual happens after the first battle round has begun and you've already given out the command points to everyone. So pretty important. So you already know who's going first or second. Yeah? It's yeah. like the best time to know. And you have to have an Ishran character to be able to do this. At that point, you just pick one of the battle rounds for a, for a ritual to happen. Okay. Does that make I, sense? So, so yeah. if I wanted turn five, yeah, I pick yes. on turn one. Well, you, yes. Before someone takes their first turn. Uh, Correct. Turn five is a bad example. Yeah. Because turn... uh, yeah. there's no tide on turn five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But so I could pick turn four. Well, you yes. pick turn one, and then you get turn one and five. Oh, so there's no tide on turn five then. Well, there That's is. There's low tide again. It used to... Oh, it yeah. goes back to low tide. Okay. Yeah. Which is why turn one ritual is the best because you can get it twice. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, so what happens? Sorry. Okay, so okay, but that's when it happens, right? So turn one, yeah. uh, you cannot be picked as the target of shooting, uh, of a shooting attack unless the model that's shooting is within twelve inches of your unit. Yeah, so good. Yeah, that's it. So it's basically a free mirror shield for everyone. Yes, the whole army. Okay. What? Nice. Oh, it's for the whole army. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. <laughs> what? Yeah, for the whole army. Long strike, sir. <laughs> oh, well. But yeah. also, if I pick that one, I get it turn one and five. Yeah. Which means on the last turn, if you were playing for points, if they were trying to ping you off from across the board, they also couldn't, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's super strong. Oh, so it's tied to the t it's tied to the tide. Yeah, to the it's low tide. To the tide. Yeah. So you would choose what phase of the tide it would activate. So if you did flip the tides, you could say, oh, it's going to be ebb tide, and then it'll be both ebb tides. Yes. Because it does it rotate. But you, but that you, but you would well. never choose the ebb tide one. You're only going to choose two. But like anyway. <sighs> but like so, effectively, it means if you go up against a shooting army, turn one, you're just like, lol, nope. Or they have to get within nine inches, and your army's pretty fast. Sorry, Is twelve it... inches, twelve inches. Twelve sorry. inches. Sorry. And yeah. also, even if they get within that range, they've still then got to shoot shoot the closest thing. Yeah, yeah. Even then, when they get within range, they still have to shoot the closest. So it doesn't overwrite. Like it's just in. So addition. they get close, they shoot your screen, and now they're in charge range. So effectively, I and Deepkin are pretty much immune to shooting turn one if you decide to choose that. Good, good for Bolt boys. Yeah, really healthy for Bolt Boys. They're, they're, I mean, they're already doing really well, so like, it's good that they get nerfed, in my opinion. Uh, so that's that's low tide. Turn two is flood tide. That's when you get to run and charge. Yeah, you get plus one to run and charge. Right, nice. Okay, like, but whatever. Um, but no, yeah, good, 
but good, right? Yeah, so because you can only pick one of these. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so it's a different ritual for every every turn, yes. every tide, wherever tide you choose. It's a different ritual. Okay. Yeah, you got but, it. Baby. But in most books, if someone said on one turn you get plus one running charge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If, you think, if, if you're playing against something that's not got any shooting, yeah. then like this is because obviously yeah. you pick it after it's not on your army list. So you can see, you know, they've got no shooting. I'll go, obviously, I don't need the shooting one. Oh, they need, I need to get in quicker, so we'll do the flood yeah. tide one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Especially... So plus one, two, run and charge. Charges. So you're getting plus two. On the turn, on the turn when you can run and charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get plus two. That's great. Yeah. Okay. And then turn three, when you get always strikes first for Ineth Deepkin units. Yeah. You get all Namati on the board, so that's Thralls and Reavers, have a five yeah. award. <laughs> okay, that's not bad at all, is it? That's tasty. Yeah. Charge them in, kill what you want, then they don't die. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say, which is interesting, isn't it, that my original description was the tactic was to try and kill as many as possible. Yeah, but if they're always strikes first and then they have a five award, you're like, uh. yeah. not forgetting, obviously, you could flip the tide, so you could have that on turn two. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, pretty good, right? Yes, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, like, and then the ebb tide one? Oh, ebb tide is retreating units do D3 mortal wounds to units within three inches on a four up. So just forget that forever. Like, so yeah, I actually quite that, like this one. But <laughs> it's the turn you could retreat and charge, right? Uh, it's the turn when you can retreat and charge, yeah. But it's not a book. The units are expensive, right? So I'm not going to take loads of little units and try and do that. Am well, I? you could four, do four Achillean kings. <laughs> you could take four Achillean Char kings. Charging in, two plus D3 more wounds. Then running away, four plus D3 more wounds. Yeah, you you could do that. You could do that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Like so. Uh. Like they're pretty strong uh, as an as an allegiance set. Very strong, and it feels like it really keys into two things. One. You can obviously avoid most shooting turn one, and yeah. also if you wanted to go Namati heavy, you could probably have big Namati bricks that can kick ass. Nice. Like it feels so far. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Feels right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're great. I mean the yeah the Ideneth player's got to be super happy with uh, these uh, allegiance abilities there. They've they kept are, all the good stuff fantastic. and they've got a nice little brucey bonus there. How does the um how does the shipwreck tie into the allegiance abilities? I'm glad you asked. Okay, so uh, now we, now when you get a gloom tide shipwreck, Nathan, uh, you yeah. can either build one big boat, right, for a garrison yeah. of ten dudes, or two little boats that have to be three oh. inches apart. Stonks on them are low then. There's a lot on eBay. There's a they lot on be... eBay. Uh, three. They have to be three inches apart. Yes, exactly three inches. Like more than or less than. Or... Uh, they can't be within three inches. How's that sound? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And it has to Sounds be, and it has to be set up wholly within, um, wholly within your territory. But obviously, in some yeah. battle plans, your territory is pretty massive. Uh, thank you, by the way, to Santi and Snipbag for subscribing. Thanks everyone for subscribing on Twitch. Um, so they're um, defensible terrain, did you say? Yeah, garrison. Yes, them. yes they yeah. are defensible terrain. Um, That's why they're so good. Yeah, because you can have a unit of five in a little one or a yeah. unit of ten in a big one. Okay. Okay. Um, then Ineth Deepkin units, so this is the other rule they get. Uh, so Ineth Deepkin units without a mount. Yeah. 
so thralls or reavers wholly yeah. within six inches of a terrain feature have a five up ward if an enemy unit is within three inches of the terrain feature then the terrain feature has no effect so it's more defense against shooting huh yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay I mean, yeah, you could, not I, that they're gonna get shot at, but I mean, it's magic. magic. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah, magic is is a good thing. Uh, cool, and it's just an, a garrison. It's no, I mean, anybody can garrison it. So if if I get close enough, I can go into it. It's not like a special garrison. Yeah, you can go into it. Yeah, lovely. Not that I want to fucking ship. But yeah. Still. Uh, so, so this is this is pretty nice because if you think about how yeah. you might do it mechanically, you might just put the gloom type chip rep if you if you could imagine just on the edge of an objective, right? Not like it has to be outside of three in core rules, obviously, right? But then you make it so that the aura just extends to the edge of where an objective line might be. You could put yeah. some thralls there, so even if they did charge you, for example, you could then still just have a five up ward right right there at that line mm-hmm. which is quite nice uh and yeah. then, and later on there's the ability to summon one so you could put one down mid board and have a five up ward as well or you can wait till turn three and have a five up ward so basically thralls or reavers can have a five up ward turn one and turn three i mean or... the best use for them is to just screen with them because <laughs> yeah, they're or... garrisonable yeah. so that they're because they're impassable <laughs> one on each side and then you summon one in front and then you've made yourself a screen without using any of your actual models because they can't get through them. So any monster, it's like a more Crusher can't hit you. Well, they have to be three um, inches apart. Yeah, so no, no, it's three inches. So if you split them as two, it's three. they have to be more than three away from each other. Yes. So you have one on one side, one on the other side, someone one in front. And then <laughs> and then no monster can touch you because they can't fit their base anywhere. <laughs> okay, let's house rule that. <laughs> let's house rule that. Let's say no to that. Let's do that. Um, but... Uh, uh, Yes. <laughs> uh, the monster will just smash it to rubble. But it doesn't matter because it's still yeah. impassable. Uh, it won't be once it's smashed because it loses that, doesn't it? Rubble? I don't no know. Anyway, the, uh, <laughs> uh, what's the summoning thing? What's that? Like a spell? Oh, no, no, no. It's an artifact. We'll talk about it later. So that's the green You're right? still never taking this artifact, but you can. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah. You can, but like, there we go. Uh, right. Uh, so anyway, so that's kind of their allegiance abilities, which is a pretty strong, a strong toolkit. To quickly talk about their spells, Law of the Deep. They've got four spells. Uh, casting value of five. Pick a hero that's not a monster within six inches and deep strike them. So when I did my quick like review, I don't think I picked up on the fact uh, that a lot of people feel like they want to deep strike a aspect of the sea, which I still don't understand. Um, but we'll talk about that because you pick a hero that's not a monster. The aspect of the storm and the aspect of the sea obviously aren't monsters, right? And then you deep strike them. So obviously you have to be outside of nine inches and you can't move after. Uh, Adam, you like this for deep striking the aspect of the sea? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I used to use um, Cedar Tides all the time um, in the old book anyway, mm. but it used to be a 24-inch teleport. So it wasn't like a board-wide one. Yeah. Now obviously it's board-wide, it's infinitely better yeah um, but use it on the sea and then he can cast his spells more effectively yeah because they're limited range yeah 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 um i think that's the interesting bit because you probably would do the the storm or the sea but the storm's so fast you probably wouldn't teleport that you would probably teleport the sea if you yeah, were use it on the sea. sea yeah you would use it which on the one's sea. got the plus one to wound or is that still a thing 
Their plus one to wound is still on the storm, but it's no longer 18 inches. It's wholly within 12 inches, and it doesn't affect mounts or, most importantly, Nathan, shooting. Do you want to know who else has got that buff? Lotan. Lotan. (laughs) (laughs) Best lad. But it only affects melee for, like, the guys riding a mount, yeah, yeah, or infantry, right? Uh, Cool. so, like, that's a nice change. Uh, counter current is picking an enemy within 18 inches, and you can half run and charge rolls, which is really fun. This has been... you. I mean, I don't know why you would want to run and half their charge rolls when you're always striking first anyway, and you move 14 inches. It's a bit like... It's also only an 18-inch range. So, yeah. like, when you're in that sort of range anyway, it's a bit awkward. And also, you, you're close enough to charge them. If like, it was half move, run, and charge, it would be amazing. Because of it's not the half move, they can just move within three and charge you six anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of that. Then you have got pressure of the deep, which is a range of twelve inches. So you roll a d6, and if you beat the wounds characteristic, they are slain. So you, you'll never take that. So that's fine. Uh, and then arcane corrosion, uh, which is minus one rend until your next hero phase to a unit within twelve inches. So a unit within 12 inches gets minus one rend, which is really quite nice because your army your army doesn't necessarily have massive armor saves other than the turtle. So it's not bad. But no, the minus one inches. rend is really good. Really oh, good spell. Why do you like that? I mean, just to, you put it on a unit that has only got rend one and you're just reducing that completely. And it also just makes the all-out defense better. It makes finest hour better. So, you know, and it's only because it's only cast on a six. Hmm. So it's just quite an easy spell to get off. Um, and if you don't fancy taking Steve of Tides because you're so fast, run that one, turn someone's rend off for a turn, charge them in, you can activate somewhere else if it's not turn three. Yeah, it and also, then go there anyway. Yeah, it also doubles up really nicely with the Leviathan's mount trait, where what you're able to do with the Leviathan is you're able to be minus one. Uh, you're able to take a mount trait probably that you won't take anyway, but you could, where you can make it so that rend of one becomes rend of dash. So you could effectively, with this spell, send a Leviathan into a rend two unit and then have it be no rend at all, basically. Uh, so... So that's pretty uh, that's pretty interesting. Um, so those are the spells. So that's the spell law. So not lots of utility. Mainly there's a teleport, though, in there in an army that runs and charges and also is movement 14. And is, that, is that all the spells in the whole book? That's the whole spell, all of it. No, well, except for the ones on the War Scrolls. Yes. Why would yeah. we need more, James? Well, I don't know, but it's very few, right? Normally there's, like, some pointless ones that we, we have we've to only got. Them. We've only got two casters. Okay. And so the max spells that you could cast is like three. So you got a two cast and a one cast. So let's go. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't hate the idea of it being a little bit stripped back, but also like I, I agree with you, James. I'm, you're kind of like, oh, okay. Not even like, not even like two more, just just for some flavor. Like again, like this is, this I think is. After reading the old Deepkin spells, I'm happy it's only four. Yeah. Okay. I understand that. <laughs> I understand that. Because you had like three that were just like. Okay, mm-hmm. so if I roll a four plus, then get a six plus, then I beat your bravery. I might do D three more wounds. Yeah, but like... you normally get those, right? That's that was what I was kind of alluding to, I guess. Yeah. Like you normally get like those all are the that ones gen. that have sort of been taken out. Yeah, but... you know the on, you know wait. the one that beats the where you beat the wound characteristic. Thing. Yeah, is that like a sniping spell? Can you break coherency? In 12, Twelve inches. Yeah, you could. Let's pick a model. But it's cast on a seven. That's like when the others are only cast on a six and a five. Yeah. And you've only got like a one wizard. You're probably never going to see that one. 
I agree. I think it would be cool one if you had more wizards to take spells on, because yeah. you've only got the realistically you're taking one in your list. I mean, the, you you'll see that the book is the book is shouting at you to buy thralls, but they accidentally yeah. gave you sharks and and kings and leviadon not leviadons and things as well. But they they literally are screaming at you to take thralls at the moment. Yeah. Like so, so the wizards are the aspect of the sea and the tidecaster. And... Tidecaster. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So those are your wizards. The Aspect of the Sea is an amazing wizard, though. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get onto the War Scrolls in a minute. We'll, t- we'll yeah. talk about that in a minute. Cool. Uh, we'll talk about the sub-factions, right? If you're comfy with the sub-factions, right? Uh, yeah. So, Nautilar. Okay, James, I need you to shout out which one you like the most. Nathan, which one you like the most. Uh, Nautilar. You get, if you're Nautilar, a monstrous action, which is crushing assault. Leviadon's massive side thi- fins become Ren 3. So their flippers become Ren 3. That's your monstrous action. And then don't you're... roll for it. it don't just roll happens. for it. Well, no, it's a monstrous action. So, like, you gain an additional monstrous action, and then your Leviadon's massive side fins become Ren 3. But I'm not so... rolling for it. It just happens. It just happens, yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. So, uh, and it's only on one of the Leviadon's, which you're probably only taking one anyway. So you just turn its yeah the big attacks to ren three that's pretty good because what are they at the moment ren one yeah ren two ren two oh okay so it's plus one ren yeah but yeah. that's the one that's yeah loads of damage yeah. if i remember right you know. well and you can also in this sub faction this is when you take leviadons as battle line so you could have three uh, leviadons <laughs> yeah good but you can yeah. only do this monstrous action once, because obviously monstrous actions yeah. can only be done once. Yeah. Um, so you could do this, then raw, if you wanted to, I guess. Um, we know the exact player that this sub-faction was built for. Yeah, yeah. Look at the monsters. Yeah, yeah. The, the person who's excited about running the three Leviadons is a great human being. Like... They're the type of person that ran the three terror guys. They're the type of person that ran the uh, Gargants. Just those losers. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. More fan. Yeah. Is soul magic adepts. Uh, so that's what you get if you're you're more fan. And the so, uh, the soul render, which we'll talk about later, gets to return D3 slain models to a Namati unit wholly within 18 inches. So that's his ability on its war scroll. The soul scries. It's the main shtick for the soul scry. This lets you add D3 plus three. So you can add three plus D3 back to a Namati unit wholly within 18 inches if you take this sub faction. That's it all you get from being this sub-faction. Okay. So you get extra three dudes every time you summon dudes back. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's pretty good this one. Yeah, extra three, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Interesting it's right. that it's oh, battle line turtles summons more Namai. No, that was the... That's, that's a different the, one. This is a new one. Oh. This is you more fan. Fast. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. More so, fan. Yeah, more fan. So this is a different one. More fan. This is a different one, okay? Um, so interesting if you go for Namati Hordes, but probably an issue in that it's not as effective as something else we'll talk about later probably is the, the main problem. Um, uh, so Futh One. Uh, Futh One? Futh One. Which is Shiver. the one everyone used to take, right? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Uh, it's Bloodthirsty Shiver, which uh, allows you to take three single Alapexes as a unit... Right, 495 points for three Alapexes in a unit. So it's the same as buying them individually. But when they are in a Shiver, they do get some additional attacks on one of the models of that Shiver, 
right? So you could affect. So are they still a single unit, or are they like a formation of three singles? They're like a, it's rock... a formation of three singles. Yeah, it's a formation okay. of three singles, but it's they yeah. they count. So just some quick points: they're like a rockbringer, sorcerer, coven. They count as individual drops. They don't count as one unit when you're writing a list. So that's super important. Uh, but when they are in Futhuan, you can have them as battle line. Oh, okay. So they're equivalent of a Gobapalooza, sort of. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're exactly the same as a Gobapalooza. <laughs> uh, thanks to Dayton for donating five gift subscriptions in the chat. Big love to you. That's lovely of you. Um, yeah. The so... ability for them is amazing as well, though. The what? So, like, the... the futhan ability for the shivers yeah which is brilliant like if, if you're within three inches of one other shark from the shiver every six to hit you do does an extra hit and then if you're within t like two of them so for all three together every six is extra two hits so the bites that are already ren two damage two you can get like a lot of attacks with it oh one. yeah because uh, do they still get plus one if there's a bloodthirsty and a plus one yeah so if, if, if you've done a wound to something in that turn yeah. you get an extra attack and then every six to hit you get, you can get one or two extra attacks. It's just, so you just do a lot of damage. Yeah, it's just plus yeah. one. It's just one uh, plus one attack on an Alapex on its jaw attack. If uh, there's a wounded model within six inches that got wounded that turn, so it's really yeah. easy to achieve. Like especially when they've got shooting. <laughs> yeah, but you don't even need to have done it with that specific Alapex. It's just a wounded no. model within six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's three attacks, and then like like Adam says, it goes. It can go crazy from that point on. Um, uh, so could you have multiple shivers? Yes. In your yep. army. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got a list with three shivers in. Yeah, yeah. You could comfortably have. Yeah, you could easily have three shivers. That'd be close to fifteen hundred points. You'd be with fourteen eighty-five points. This is the one where they're battle line as well. Yes. So they're all yeah. battle line. Yeah. Cool. Right. Uh, not forgetting they get four shots. We'll talk about them later. But yeah, they're really good. Uh, I'm going to read out Briomdar. Briomdar. Very quickly. Yeah. Um, is there any point? You know, like... Well, I'll read it out because I really, I really want them to There's see. No I really want to see the them to see the difference, right? <laughs> uh, so Briomdar is three units instead of two. So Soulscry allows you to take uni two units into Deep Strike with you. So you take two units yeah. and you go into Deep Strike. Cool. All right, no problem. You have to then bring the Soulscry on wholly within six inches of the board edge, and then the unit that you bring on, or units you bring on, have to be wholly nine inches within him, but obviously nine inches away from. Uh, the enemy yeah. units, right? So what yep. happens with Supreme Soul Scries, it allows you to take three units into Deep Strike. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with, uh, but then it allows you to come on within 12 inches of the board edge yeah. instead, uh, as, a, as opposed to six, if that makes sense. So a Deep Strike mechanic for yeah. three units in an army that's got run and charge and is uh, movement 14. And you've only probably got about three units. <laughs> yeah, you've only got about three <laughs> units. <laughs> Uh, right. So, so we're not fans. Huh? So we're it's not trash. Fans. It, it's, 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 this one's the one that you're never, ever, ever going to see unless you see that random dude doing that narrative thing going, oh, look, I'm running this one because I'm so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Uh, but Can't the, wait uh... for Adam to run this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run it every single event. I'm like, no, oh wait. yeah, in two weeks when someone wins an event with it, I'll be like, yeah, this one's my favourite. I've been thinking about this one for weeks. So yeah. the thing is, the thing that's really interesting is, is uh, I had a player here playing at the weekend, lovely guy, who was playing with some Legion of the Night Soul-like Gravelords. And obviously what's really good about them is you can obviously start quite a lot of units off the board. What's cool there is you really neuter like first turn alphas in some ways. If they're not really able to dominate a board, then, you know, like if it's dragons and they all move forward, they can't really screen out super well, even on a small board. The three inch coherency helps, but you can pro bring on those Legion of the Night units at least. And then if you can roll a nine inch charge, you're laughing right as an example right so like the, the ability to to no no deploy some of your valuable units might currently in the meta pre this book be genuinely very valuable but this now nah, just get one drop in it yeah 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 all that <laughs> but this but this book this book has already got the ability to completely ignore shooting on the first turn right and then it's always strikes first later so you don't really care much about the alpha like at all um so it's uh it seems it's a bit useless right is what i'm saying it's like a, it's kind of like remember nathan when all the dispossessed units all had reroll ones to hit yeah from like nine like command trait battle yeah, trait yeah. it's different flags yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like five ways but slightly stronger than that still all just doing the same thing here yeah 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 uh, yeah, I mean, so ambushing is always interesting, but do, does he still get the pluses to charge when he comes no, off? No. no. So that's why it's kind so of bad less, now. Yeah. Because you come on from nine, and yeah. there's basically no pluses to charge in this book anymore. Ah, yeah. So, that's so the, the, the max we can get, I think, is plus one to charge. Yeah, on turn two. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the eels get plus one to charge as well. They do, they do. The eels get, but they don't get reroll charges anymore. Yeah. Mm. Right. So, so it's really. So if you bring something on from nine away, you're literally better off just moving. Yeah. Yeah. Most of your stuff's fast enough. It's just if yeah. you're gonna, possibly if you're gonna do a, like a infantry lust, but it's kind of okay for bringing on reavers. Yeah. So if you take MSU reavers, sort of bringing them on with the soul scorer, shooting them off. But again, you're fast enough. They are, I mean, in that eight-inch move with an 18-inch shot. Yeah. So, so and you'd rather have them next to a boat anyway, so you don't want to be bringing them on from deep strike. It's weird. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Well, sure. uh, so then we've got Dom Hain, right? Which is, I don't know if you want to buy Thralls, but maybe you should. Right? Okay. So, uh, Dom Hain is Namati Savages. Um, and that is go first in so okay this works this works in two different ways okay it, it's got two different rules depending on whether or not you go first or second in a battle round every okay. battle round every battle round okay <laughs> cool okay okay yeah right so i'll read if you go second first if you go second in the battle <laughs> round right uh -huh. yeah if you go second in the battle round, you can redeploy three units instead of one when issuing the command. Immediately. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, like when you issue the command, and do all of them have to be within the nine inches? Uh, no, I think it's uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's good. Yeah, right. yeah. That's strong, right? Yeah, yeah. That's really that good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I mean, obviously, having played with the Iron Jaws, being able to do that is has been really nice so yeah okay and then for, uh, however if you go first yeah in the battle round yeah 
then you can charge at the end of a combat with a Namati unit if you fought. So if a Namati unit has fought a unit that round and has wiped it out, yeah, you can then mm. then you can charge again. At the end of the combat phase. At the end of the combat phase. Very nice. That and, is super sweet. And then fight again. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Can you what? imagine doing that on turn three? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, get it, I James. Can. You get a whole load of combating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're getting it, James. You're getting it. Yeah. Um. Well, you do it in turn two, obviously. Then you get to fight first the next turn anyway. But you yeah, probably killed it anyway because you just fought oh, ten for free. <laughs> So you can only charge again if you've wiped out a unit and there's no other unit within three inches. Okay, but okay. that's easy. That's and it's only with a, and easy it's, to force. And it's only with a Namati unit. Okay, and how fighting Namati now? Well, the trolls are all—they're fucking good. If yeah. trolls get in, they're killing whatever they're touching. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. They're not a crazy king. They're not the killer king, but we'll talk about the killer king in a bit, right? But you just put the king on the side with them. I can't yeah. believe they get to fight again. I thought, uh, charge again, that's pretty <laughs> sweet. And fucking fight again. But you Fuck. could, so if you had, I mean, I don't know the points and everything, but yeah, so if we're saying like the king's fight, you put the king in, right? You yep. hope he doesn't finish the unit, you leave one model, you kill with an Amati, then you charge with an Amati, then you hit something else. Well, yeah. You don't need it to kill any. You, yeah. you just, they just have to have been in a combat phase, don't they? Oh, okay. If, if, if they've charged, then they don't have to wipe uh, it out themselves. Do they have they to have charged? In. To get that, um, or do they just have to have been in combat? I think you just have to have been in combat. Yeah, you just have to have been in combat. Hilarious. Yeah. Okay. But that's only within the Marty units, though. Just in case you might want to pick yourself some up from the shop. Are they not sold out by now? No. Oh, I've got fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all? Uh, just, I'll, I'll just let you know now. Uh, Namati are one hundred and thirty points each. Uh, so one hundred and thirty for ten. Uh, they've got. Uh, two attacks each, threes, threes, rend one, damage one. Um, you can obviously get them plus one to hit and plus one to wound. So it can be twos, twos, rend one, damage one. You could get exploding sixes to hit. You could also get them damage two against units with three or more wounds. You can get real ones to hit. Yeah, you can get real ones to hit. Um, Do you know what the funniest part about Dom Hain is, though? Yeah. I've just thought of, if your opponent charges you, so if you've gone first, right, then it's their turn. They then charge you. You then fight, kill that unit, and then charge something else. Yeah. Yeah, you can fight. Yeah, yeah. So either you can way, fight four times in a, in one round with them. It's very good. Okay. <laughs> Thankfully, they don't have always strikes first as well. Oh shit! Yeah, they do. Oh, and they could have that every turn, Rob. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a moment. Okay. <laughs> right. So, but there is there is legitimately uh, like a like even though the Dom Hayton one and the Namati one sounds great and it is great in my personal opinion. Yeah. What's really funny? It's like. What do I want to do? Do I want to have units that keep charging and fighting? Yeah? Or do I want one monstrous action? Now, nah, mate, I want to take things off the board. <laughs> right, so... Uh... Although you have forgot one. What? You got, you've forgot an Iron Rack. Oh, yeah, go on. Tell me about Iron Rack. Uh, Iron Rack is you can carry out a heroic action with an Achillean hero, right? And it gives them the... You can pick one friendly Iron Rack Achillean unit Holy within 12 inches of that hero, and they get the Flood Tide or Ebb Tide ability. Yeah, which is? Uh, the plus ones, uh, or the run in charge, or the retreat, and do the, uh, the retreat in charge. I so think... it's actually pretty good. 
Yeah, I think that's why I forgot it though, because I just couldn't be asked. Like, so you. But it's actually then, like, so I think it's really could you have one. both tides affecting you at the same like yeah, so, so you could you're have... in a different tide if you're in the third tide, whatever it's called. So you could be high tide, yeah. So you're strike first, but you're too far away, so you can give them run in charge and then strike first. Yeah. And also, by the way, as as uh, Mamdez pointed out in the chat, Dayton's saying, uh, don't forget with Domhain, when we talk about the Namati, each Namati unit can do that. It's not one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not a command point or anything. It's just something they do. It's just something free they rules. do. Yeah, free rules. Five free units of ten. Free five points. units could do it again. Uh... Right. Good. Okay, let's move on. So that's sub factions. Okay, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> right. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about these two bad boys, the aspects of the storm and the aspect of the sea. They both gained the totem keyword, which means they can do command abilities outside eighteen inches, which is Oh did they? they I did. Didn't see that. Yeah, they That's did. Awesome. Sweet. <laughs> no one's nice. paying attention. Yeah, they gained the totem keyword. Right? That's Sweet. actually really cool. Also the Leviathan gained the totem keyword. Or it maybe already had it. Uh who gives a shit? Right. But like command abilities from three centerpiece models from wholly within 18 inches is pretty yeah, big. Yeah, that Lodvidon base is big too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, but it's not a hero, is it? Yeah. It's, yeah oh, it is a hero. Oh, them. no, the turtle isn't a hero. No. But you but can, can do give... command abilities from totems anyway. Yeah. Just yeah. totems can. I can't just do... They yeah, have yeah. to be a hero. No, no. no totems they just a hero. Totem, no, totems no, can do command abilities. totem, they just do it as well, nice. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... Right, so like that's super good, right? So then, aspect of the storm, aspect of the sea, right? Um, is so they move 12 inches, they fly. So, this is both of them. They both got 12 wounds with a three up save and a five up ward, okay? Nice. Just built into their unit, which is nice. Now, the aspect of the storm has had a really nice quality of life change. It used to be ho any, uh, was it wholly within? It might have been wholly within. I think it was wholly within 18 inches, yeah, wholly within, yeah, gave plus one to wound to anything shooting combat mounts yeah it was great yeah it was it was fine too good it was, no it was not it was absolutely the perfect ability and it did not need changing <laughs> well thankfully it got changed me and nath played and i don't think i had to roll anything other than a two to wound for the entire game it's absolutely fantastic it for me who can't roll dice having that ability ugh. <laughs> okay well that got changed to only melee units only melee units that aren't a mount and only melee units that aren't a mount within 12 inches of the aspect of the storm so reduced range doesn't affect the mounts so super good on that front right yep Boo. Cool. uh it's still got he's still got the the spear of repressed sexual energy um which is plus one to wound uh and damage of the spear when charging so it goes up to damage three um and it goes to obviously wounds on a two uh it's got retreat and charge this is the aspect of the storm now it's got retreat and charge on a unit that moves 12 inches is really nice obviously um uh, and then it's got plus one to hit and wound against an enemy hero if it's within three inches and it's got less than eight wounds. So I don't know. It's just like a bully. I don't really know what that rule's about, but like, and then Shalaxi's just looking at this guy like, what am I a joke to you? What the fuck? How many attacks has he got on his spear, mate? Four attacks, mate. So this spear's got four attacks. Yeah. How many Shalaxi got? Shalaxi's <laughs> got one spear attack. One. So she hunts <laughs> heroes, but only needs one attack, right? She only needs one attack. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently. 
Awkward. Awkward. Um, anyway, uh, so plus one to hit against wound against an enemy hero. So it's kind of like, because it's got like a fairly small base, you can kind of be like a character sniper, which is kind of cool and weird, but whatever. Uh, but you already get plus one to hit and wound anyway, pretty much all the time. So like, it's like, do you want to be twos and twos? Like, I already have yes. twos and twos. Like, thanks. Uh, maybe I want to be ones and ones. Maybe, yeah, maybe I want to be ones and ones. Uh, but the king, obviously, like current loadout, uh, Adam, have you been using um, uh, the book of the book of magic and also uh, flaming weapons? No, uh, I've been using the cloud of midnight, but that's gone now. Uh, so it will be the uh, the book and uh, uh, cheeky flaming weapons. Yeah, which uh, makes that or the um, arcane corrosion now for that minus one rend. Oh, nice. Okay. Things. Okay, interesting. Yeah, what to put minus one rend into enemy units because it's going to yeah. be fine anyway. Because he's because he's on a three up save, so you can whack minus one rend on something, so it's a bit more defensive. Because like you don't really need that extra damage when you're already damaged three. So what's really so. interesting about the aspect of the storm? Obviously, it does a lot of damage uh, as he charges in, and if you wanted to, I think there's we're going to get to the list start at, part in a minute. But you've got very viable tri <laughs> triple aspect of the storm, double aspect of the storm lists. I think uh, quite nicely they come in at four hundred and. What, what is it again, Adam? Do you know? Yeah, 355. Yeah, 355 for Aspect of the Storm. I mean, the worst part about this is that the uh, the fish got nerfed. Uh, the fish that accompany him. You know, there used to be 2d6 attacks. Oh, no, it is still 2d6. Ignore me, they got buffed. Yeah, fuck. The, yeah, the, fu the fish is still 2d6. Yeah, yeah. 2d6 attacks, and they still get the plus one wound bubble. They do. So it does mean, like, so these guys are good if you want to have them. Uh, don't forget, don't forget, they no longer are going to buff the mounts on eels. So you're like, okay, but like you could, they could obviously buff each other. They could also buff an Achilles King, and they could also, most importantly, buff Namati. So you could have these guys with a bunch of Namati, giving them plus one wound, which means they'd be threes and twos, right? Um, uh, so, so that's that's interesting. Uh, okay, so uh, that's aspect of the storm. Uh, he also his cruel hook also gained an additional Pippa Rend, but like whatever, don't care. Um, uh, so he's still fighty. I do. That's great. Yeah, I mean he's still fighty and he's still cheap, right? Which yeah. is really important. He's got a five up ward. Oh, he also heals when he charges in. So when he charges in, he heals D three damage, D three wounds. So that's yeah, he heals on the keep... charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he can heal up a lot. Like he used to, um, uh, sort of. If he killed whatever he killed in combat, you'd then heroic recovery him and then charge him back in so you potentially get 2d3 heals in a turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is pretty is, good. Which is very good, right? Especially when he's also potentially later on got retreat and charge. Well, he's got retreat and charge. Oh, no, he's got retreat and charge, yeah. So he's got retreat and charge. <laughs> yeah. He's got retreat and charge, heal and charge, heroic recovery. Yeah. It's just dumb. There's so many healing that can happen on him. Now, the aspect of the sea, yeah, same thing that I just said before, right? But it's a two cast wizard. Right, so 12, move 12, fly, 12 wounds, 3 plus save, 5 up ward, right? Um, and it's re-rolls, a 2-cast wizard that re-rolls casting, dispelling, and unbinding, and it heals D3 when it casts a spell. Right. So, okay. Hang on, when great. successfully casts a spell or just casts a spell? When it successfully casts a spell, sorry. Okay. Uh, so this is super good, obviously, because of those re-rolls. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got an aura... Uh, wholly within 18 inches that makes uh, Eidneth Deepkin Bravery 10. Brilliant. Nice. So good. So good. Yeah. Sharks are pretty low bravery. Eels are pretty low bravery. So The whole that's... army's low bravery. <coughs> like, yeah. So good from. Is it all still about seven? Six. Six. Six, six, six. yeah. Right. 
Um, uh, so and it can cast two spells, as I've said previously. Right, and it's got two spells, right? Uh, spell of Cloying Mist, which is either heal D3 or do D3 mortal wounds to a unit in 12 inches. So obviously you do D3 mortal wounds to an enemy or heal D3, which obviously keys in really nicely with itself or uh, an Achilling King or um, a uh, an Aspect of the Storm because you, you've got a little heal for those guys in there, which is nice. Uh, and then it's got Tsunami of Terror. This is your favorite, I think, Adam. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, this spell's brilliant. So it's cast on a seven. So it's a bit tricky to cast, but obviously when you've got a reroll, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, but it's D you pick D3 enemy units within 12 inches, and they get minus one to save characteristics against melee. Um, but because it's save characteristic, it's really good. But also, because of the uh, FAQ that GW did, you can put the D3 on the same unit. So if you roll a three, you can give a minus three save characteristic. Because it doesn't say different units. Yeah. It because just says there's, pick there's, D3 there's, enemy units. Yeah, there's an FAQ. So that's something <laughs> I that's something I missed when I like went through it initially. So if you wanted to, you could teleport this guy and then you can say lol minus D minus three to your save characteristic. I really wish I had some shooting to shoot you down. Oh wait, look at this line of Reavers or Alapexes or whatever. It's um, only against melee attacks, isn't it though? Oh yeah, it's only against melee. Yeah, yeah. so you do it against um so you you teleport him forward. Do that spell on, I don't know, Archeon, Nagash, whatever you like. Make them basically have no save. Charge in four Achillean Kings. Because <laughs> they're fast enough to get there. Yeah. And then absolutely wipe them out because the Achillean King's got rend three, for example. And he's got rend two as well. So you can essentially get them to like, you know, minus five save with this. So it's very good. It's very, very yeah. good. Such a good spell. What's, yeah. Sorry, what's the range of that spell? 12 inches. inches. 12 inches, yeah. Which is why you use Steed of Tides, yeah. which cast on five, teleport him, then do this spell, yeah. and then charge everything forward. I mean, you could even put a portal in if you wanted to. I mean, you probably wouldn't because you're fairly limited on points, but you could. He becomes a bit expensive at that point. That's the issue. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying you could, right? Yeah. Like, if you wanted to. Uh, and How he's... many points is this guy? 325. Hmm. He's such good value now. Like, you mm -hmm. used to not take him because he was 350. And it was the storm that was only 330, but now they've kind of swapped points but kept the same buffs, and now they're both good for their points. And he's an okay fighter, and he's also fairly tanky, so he could hold a unit up for like a couple of really turns. Really tanky. Yeah. Like he could good, hold a... really good fighting. I mean, to be fair, okay, he's as tanky as a stonehorn. That gives you some indication. That's how tanky he is. He heals easier, though. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. And he can heal into combat because he can cast spells while he's in there right which is pretty important um so aspect that's aspect of the sea right and then we've got some traits you can give both of those so you've got the ancient pride uh one and two uh this is such a weird thing they've started doing now uh if you attack it in melee so this is a command trait if you attack it in melee a one and a two miss instead of just a one right and there's also an artifact of power that does the same so whatever you're never taking that then you've got nightmare legacy which is aspect of the storm only you can do monstrous rampages Oh yay! Uh, and then you got which is okay because you could do raw, right? Which is fine, I guess. And then you got the endless sea storm. This is only aspect of the sea only. Uh, if you cast a spell on a seven plus, you can cast another spell in that phase. So you can be a bit of a a wind caster, like you used to get with the the siege character with the aspect of the sea. So you can keep casting spells. Which is kind of interesting, I guess, because like you could do Cedar Tides, his War Scroll spell, D3 Mortal Wounds, Arcane Bolt, a Mystic Shield on himself, 
turn someone into a monster. Like, you know, you can have a good time. I don't think it's a limit of one either. I think it's just keep going. No, it's not. It's just keep going. It's just keep going. So you can have a, like a sea a caster, which is pretty fun. But all told, I don't think that they're particularly great. Or you'd like, maybe you would go for the, the meme cast, I think. I quite like the monstrous rampage one. Um, just because we're all so good. And because you're not really getting any monsters in your lists. So you could have, you know, do this monstrous rampage and then do the spell to make someone into a monster mm. and have two monstrous rampages. So it's all right. Maybe if you want to get into the slam temple thingy and blow them up and then kill a single skink priest. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, uh, so then the artifacts are uh, you Bioshock. Yeah, set. it's quite good to get monstrous rampage as well with the herdstone ability. Try and get rid of that bloody stone. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad shout. That's true. I don't think I don't think it's worth it. I just think it's interesting. It's, it, like you, you could, could have it, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then you got. It's uh, not shit. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. You got Bioshock Shell, yeah, which is once per battle at the start of the combat phase, apply a strike last effect on an enemy hero within three d six, which is quite interesting when you have all the other mechanics that exist inside of the book, but always strikes first. Giving something always strikes first. Having something that then you can apply always strikes last on a, a unit um but you do have to roll it's only on a hero and it's on a 3d6 so and it's once per battle so for all those reasons uh james i'm out for all those reasons i'm out uh and then you've got the what ones or twos are miss i told you and then you've got kraken tooth which is once per battle the start your shooting phase slay a model of 10 or less wounds uh on a six or on 2d6 uh so if you've got 10 or more wounds you do 2d6 mortal wounds which is whatever i'm not too bothered so, about that well you have to roll a six to do any of that sort of stuff yeah yeah mm. so it's pretty cares? strong when you roll the six there <laughs> yes i guess but it's also once per battle so yeah yeah so it's fun but it's not yeah okay so it's narrative choice yeah we're about to get into uh i think adam's favorite part uh, well, we're about to do Volturnus now, right, real quickly, right? So he, so he moves 14 inches and he flies. He's got eight wounds and a three-up save. He's the War Master, so he counts as a general. He's got a three-plus spell ignore, which is nice, but no ward save. So, uh-oh. Uh, plus one to hit in melee for Achillean units, wholly within 12 inches, excluding mounts. So all Achillean units are going to get plus one to hit, but not the mounts. So you really, those eels and turtles and everything really don't get a lot of these bonuses anymore. So they've really made it so mounts yeah. don't come into effect, which I think is quite interesting for this army because it's mainly a mount-based army. So, yeah. like, that'll be interesting. Uh, he also does D3 more wounds on the charge when he charges in. And then he's got once per battle at the start of the combat phase, you can pick three Eidoneth Deakin units affected by high tide, Okay. This is really big and really important to listen to. Once per battle, at the start of the combat phase, okay, you pick three Eidneth Deepkin units, so not thralls, like any three, yeah, affected by high tide, wholly within 12 inches, and until the end of that phase, they have plus one attack on their melee weapons. And that does include mounts. And that does include mounts, yeah. And just remember the uh, only when they're affected by high tide for the next war scroll. Okay. <laughs> 
I don't do that. That's not the next War Scroll next, but we could do the Achilles King as well. So yeah, so definitely should do the Achilles King next. Okay, all right. So that's pretty good because you get plus one attack, <laughs> but it's only once per battle, right? But yeah. it's quite nice when your entire army always strikes first in one of the rounds. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the, yeah, then they've got loads of more attacks. Yeah. Okay. Well, if we talk about the Achilles King, yeah. Yes. So he's the same. He's moved fourteen inches. Fly seven wounds though. With a three-up save, he's got plus one to hit, hit to Achilles units, but wholly within nine inches. Where yeah. Volturn is twelve, um, he does impact hits when he charges on two plus. Uh, his pole arm, which we'll come back to this in a bit, is rend three damage three on the charge. With how many attacks to start with, Adam? Uh, I want to say three. I think is it four? It might be three. Um, uh, three. Three. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. potentially on the charge, three attacks, threes and threes uh right rend three damage three right but he's got once per battle once per battle at the end of your charge phase d3 d3 ideneth deepkin units wholly within 12 inches get the high tide effect in addition to any currently in effect until the end of that turn always oh, strike first every turn let's fucking go yeah so uh. does that make sense james yeah what do you think? So. It's nuts, right? Like, it's just nuts. Like, I know it's once per battle, um, but what happens if I take multiples of these? You can do it multiple times. Dumb. <laughs> I mean, That's yeah. it. That's all I have to say. Like, it's dumb. Yeah. I own five of these, and I'm so ready. Because I can do it every single turn. <laughs> I mean, that's a bit of a meme. The it's King... not a meme. All right, so the Keeling King costs 250 yeah, 250. But the thing is, is it's, they're pretty much immune to shooting. Pretty yep. much. Yeah. Right? So then they then, and they're also very fast, so they move 14 inches. So they're going to run across the board. Then they're going to, so on turn two, they could run and charge. So that's 14 plus a D6 with plus one, right? So, 15, yeah. So exactly. 15 so plus a D6. Effectively 16 inches yeah yeah um turn one like turn two i mean you could have it be turn one if you wanted then on that turn two they can go okay i'm gonna strike first and maybe this other king that's with me or an aspect of the storm that's with me like if i roll the d it's, it's d3 so you can't guarantee it so it's d3 units so mm -hmm. i'll strike first oh it's about around three now i'll strike first again and i'll strike yep. first again right so that works pretty nice it's really, yeah. really good, especially with the artifacts, command traits that you can give them as well. Yeah, yeah. It, you... There's so many combos of this. It's insane. Yeah, especially as you can then take Volti. So you and Volti could run forward. Then you could have a Volti give them each plus one attack, and then he can give them each plus one always strikes first, and then you just go in like a pair of Smash Bros, which is where I was kind of yesterday, and it turns out Adam was on the same page, because we're just like, well, like, I don't think it's winning tournaments, but the hilarity of running a bunch of kings just slapping people is I actually so... think this list is actually one of the best lists in the book. I don't know, but it's very funny. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm trying it on Wednesday. Okay. Like I'm actually trying this list on Wednesday. Yeah. So, like, in theory, I think it's amazing. Obviously, that's different to being played out, right? So... Yeah. So, Yes Me Paul says, why would you use five when naturally you get it in turn three? Well, it means on turn two, as an example, if you had, let's say, four kings like Adam does, he rolls a D3, but he only rolls a one. Okay, I'll pick the king that I'm currently with, but then I'll pick the other king to also use his once per battle ability, and then I'll pick 
and then I've rolled a three. So now everyone's got always strikes first. But oh, I've but, rolled another one. I'll use the other ones per battle ability, and I'll pick the other guys who aren't always strikes first. So now all four kings are always strikes first. Smash I mean, what if you've got six units yeah. and you need to get all six going first because oh. you want your whole army striking first? But, but now also, you've got multiple kings in... to do it. If yeah. you took them in the stupid one where if they kill something, then they charge and fight. No, no, no. That's only Namati. But you use this ability on the Namati to make yeah, them go first. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so, then you smash it. So you put this guy behind the Namati, or just in yeah. combat with the Namati. Then he rolls it. Then he's like, well, yeah. I've got it. They've got it. I only roll a one. But, like, I mince this. They I'm finish certain, it. I'm pretty certain it's not a command ability. And don't forget. It's not a command it's not ability, a command ability. No. no, it's just an ability. Yeah. And then don't forget that if if it's your turn, you strike first with it. So even if you roll the one, right, the Achillean King goes first, and then it goes into your activations. Okay. Well, so it's... even if you only roll a one, you still strike first with two units. Oh, that's really yeah. I mean, it's super good because it's not even command ability. So you could you could do like James says, run it up with a load of thralls. They fucking you say always strikes first, but then you can still give them all out attack and all the other stuff and then so it's not you can still pile the buffs on it's not like a load of other armies we oh you can only have this or that because they're all different command abilities yeah yeah so if it was a command ability it, it, i mean it's still amazing but yeah because it's not a command ability it's even better and yeah because yeah, yeah. then you get you're yeah. getting double yeah you're getting double your things worth of of things of the command ability. If you use all our attack, you're getting double worth out of it because then the, the thralls attack there, chop that thing up, then they get to charge and fight again with all our attack is still on them. Yeah, I'm honestly just feeling all the vindication for buying five of these a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, why are we talking about it? Because so these affect Achillean units, and importantly, the Achillean units are a Thrallmaster the eels the sharks and the turtle so we'll come back to that in a bit so don't forget all of those will get plus one to hit from the king and volturnus that's the important part but volturnus can give them plus one attack right including the mounts and the achilling king can give them always strikes first yay okay so that's what you get if you want to pimp up an achilling king then there are some options okay oh yeah there are okay right so <laughs> you've got born from agony which is a command trait so if you make the achillean king your general at the end of the battle shot phase roll a dice and on a six you heal all wounds and that's every battle shot phase which is which is okay james yeah no yeah okay yeah. nice like bastion but you gotta roll rubbish uh, he has to <laughs> kill something Oh, okay. All right. Fair, you know, fair enough. He's got to work for it. He's got to work for it. See, okay. I'm never taking this one because I can't roll sixes. <laughs> That's the toughie. Right. Lord of the Storm and Sea is Battleshock immunity for friendly Ironeth Deepkin within 12 inches. And that is fucking... I mean, if you take a C, you're going to be Bravery 10. But if you're taking Horde Thralls, at, like, why aren't taking this? I don't know. Right? Because you're like... I mean, That's Battleshock immunity. Five up ward. Always strikes first. Twice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's the range again? Sorry, twelve. Uh, wholly within twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, I mean, but they're so fast; it doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Right. And then, and then you've got unstoppable fury. Adam's favorite, I think. Right. Uh, this is where we get to do some memeing. Uh, while affected by high tide, so this is turn three. So while affected by high tide, or if he uses his own ability to make him be affected by high tide. So if he just charges it on his own, yeah? You get plus two attacks to each melee profile 
if, sorry, for each enemy unit within three inches. What? Yeah. So to what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so in high tide, he gets plus two attacks for each enemy unit within three inches. Yes. So let's just say that there are three units which we charge into, right? Yeah, on turn two, because that's fun, right? We charge in, and then Adam, plus two attacks on each of our moly profiles would give us... It would give us, uh, what, just plus two or for the three units? Yeah. For so, the three, if, so if plus three six units, attacks. you'd have nine pole arm attacks, which are going to be twos and twos, rend two, three, or rend three, three damage. Mm -hmm. uh, then you'd have nine attacks, which are threes and threes, no rend, one damage. Then you'd have nine attacks, which are three, uh, twos and... No, it'll be threes and threes, rend one D3 damage. And then you'd have another nine attacks at threes and threes, no rend, two damage. Yeah. So you'd have nine, uh, 18, 27, what was that, 36 attacks? Oh. And we also haven't done the arcane tome on him and also given him flaming weapons. So he's damaged, yes. so he's damaged four on his pole arm attacks, which is big memes. That's going to be 36 attacks from one model. <laughs> and that's if you and then if you give him Volturnus's ability, you've got 40 attacks coming from one model. Yeah, yeah. And now if you've done the C spell as well, it's at someone that's got no save. Yes. Uh, but 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 that's only when it's high tide. Oh and, yeah, it's only one turn, right? And only when he's charged and he doesn't have a retreat and charge. Okay, so it sounds a lot and is a lot arguably but like just to be conscious of uh so we're gonna call him there's lots of names i don't know what the the main name is for the killer king um Go like, fuck yourself king the crazy king uh okay. the killer king the gangster king i don't know like the ultimate smash king smash king's quite fun but i like killer king i think that's fun um so uh that's pretty cool so he's crazy um so high tide, you mean any turn he wants? Yes, because he could do yes. it. He could do it on turn one. He can do it every yeah. single turn and have this. Uh, yeah, you could also do that because you've taken four kings, right? <laughs> you can do it every turn as well. Yes, uh, which is fun. Uh, so the, yeah, so uh, it's so it's a lot of power basically. So the Smash King is his stage name. Um, I'm going to call him the Dicking. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so uh, artifacts that you can put on a king are the Disarmony Stones, uh, which honestly aren't worth reading, so we'll move on. The Potion of Hateful Frenzy uh, is once per battle at the start of the hero phase until the end of that turn, plus one to hit, wound, run, charge, and the attack profile of the melee weapons uh, that that bearer has, but then it suffers D3 mortal wounds at the start of the next hero phase. I personally wouldn't take that ever, but like... I think you've probably got enough attacks. Probably. But also, really? also, I want that pole arm to be damage four, like amazing. Um, and then you've got the armor of Scythia, which is sixes to hit. This is quite an interesting one, actually. Sixes that hit the bearer ignore proc effects. Does that make sense? Really good. What? So, like, if you have something that would that would proc or would activate on a six, you, would, you ignore them. Uh. Which I think is quite interesting. Yeah. Sentinels, long strikes. Yeah. They so, all proc on a six. Yeah, so like if you got cursed, so the mortal yep. on a six just wouldn't work. Yeah. But you'd nope. still get hit, but yeah. Yeah. 
And it does, it does mean if you take multiple artifacts, you could easily take a king with this and try and make him tank something, I guess. But like Archeon Sword is on sixes to wound. So that wouldn't affect it uh, because this is sixes to hit. Um, uh, a Terror Geist is sixes to hit. Yeah, that's true. Um, the off scene. <laughs> Terror Geist could get fucking beat up by one of these guys. He's get put into a bin. Uh, like, I mean, the Terror Geist isn't actually going to get a hit. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> that Terror Geist is getting fucked. Uh, you you affect the effects you you ignore the effects of the six, not the attack, just the effect of the six, if that makes sense, right? So, but like the older books where it's you do, or like in fact the Stormcast one, oh. it's just two more win, uh, does a more win, and then it ends, so you just ignore everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the attack's ended. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's a good point. Yeah, because the attack sequence ends, so yeah, you would. Yeah. So um, like any of those retributors or vindictors or you know any of those old school more like old written scrolls where it's like ends yeah well okay so we're not finished though because obviously it's a mount so that means mount traits so we haven't finished making the killer king oh, shut. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, so you've got three swift swift finned impaler where you do d3 mortal wounds on the charge becomes d6 mortal wounds on the charge. So that's nice. Yeah, you've got savage ferocity, which is plus one attack to the fangs and talons on its lashing tails. Uh, which is you probably got enough attacks anyway, so whatever. And then you've got the void chill darkness, which is nice, which is units in three inches and minus one to hit, and that's units not wholly within three inches and minus one to hit, which is did they change in the wording of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I double checked that like several times. Read it. Because it used to be models, right? Yeah, yeah, I read it several times. But double check it for me. <laughs> double check it for me if you've got a picture. Um, so, un so enemy units within three inches are minus one to hit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. yeah. I'm pretty oh, certain. What? Yeah. yeah. I told you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So it's a netter. A really big netter. Yeah. A huge netter. A huge uh, netter. Yeah. Fuck Massive that. net. How how do you get extra mount traits again? Do you have to take the yeah, You need an enhancement, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you take the same mount no, traits no, twice? No, or can no, it no. do you have to be different ones? Yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. But I mean that's still good, right? If you're taking double king. No, yeah, yeah, I was just thinking of taking the um the D six mortals on every single king. Oh. Just <laughs> running four into a unit. Uh, running four two pluses and doing oh, four d6 yeah. more wounds. If you charge with four kings, you're going to be doing one d6 <laughs> and then three d3 more wounds. Like, you'll just wipe out something before. Oh my god. And anyway. never and be able to use in. all those extra attacks that you've <laughs> yourself. You don't from. want to kill it though, because that reduces how many extra attacks you get. So, fucking <laughs> Unagi, mate. You just kill the screen with the more wounds <laughs> and then pile in three with all of them. <laughs> Yeah, I hate this. Uh, anyway, so those... I don't. I'm loving it. So those are the kings, right? So then we'll talk about the Achillean units a little bit. So that's the Ishling Guard and the Morsal Guard. So important things about eels. They lost reroll charges. They lost reroll battle shot tests. They got plus one charge, and they've got plus one um, bravery now from their banner. And the, the guy on top obviously gets... Um, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, gets 
the champion gets plus one attack, right? Uh, they've got four wounds each with a four at bravery. Uh, they're bravery seven. Uh, they're units of three. They're 195 points. We're in back at that point where they're never quite sure how many points things are. So they're both 195 points now because fucking let's go. Because uh, they're the same, but somehow equal. Um, uh, the uh, Obviously, the Morsar Guard are, are the same as they ever were. Ren two, damage two on the charge. Terrible in a fight. They've lost a jaw attack so they've lost basically a melee profile so now you've just got the mount which has got three attacks which do d3 damage and then you've got the guy on top uh which does three attacks which do ren two damage two or is it two attacks is it three? two attacks two attacks two attacks so maybe not as fighty but they still have exactly Gosh. the same uh but they still have exactly the same mortal wound attack um which you can still string out which i think is dumb because no one else gets the string out ability so that's just a copy and paste situation i was like i don't know why they've done that but they've done that um they never had rend before oh yeah the bite also has rend sorry the d3 damage attack now has rend basically yeah uh, on but the jaw. Like, it's not worth 195 points so i don't know like this very fast with always strikes first that's yeah, pretty just cool. take a shark in it it's got rend two all the time then yeah i mean that's also <laughs> Uh, that's also true, but I mean, the you can't, you can't. I mean, if you did so take these guys as battle line, hundred ninety-five for three. It's for yeah. three, yeah. Right, which is twelve. When, when you when you're fighting for points in this book at the moment, I just don't see Morsar doing enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but you know, they're twelve wounds. Um, they are a little bit more expensive than the single Alapex, as an example um uh, i still think there's a place for them like i think you you have a place for them uh in a list and especially because you can give them all strikes first twice like you give the other guys all strikes first twice so they're in there if you have eels i'm sure you'll still be pretty happy with this as a unit uh because like they didn't get super nerfed with the points bat um and they're still mega fast ultimately they can benefit from a turtle so they can have a three up save you can't really shoot them is nice so like i still don't think that they're like everyone seems to think that they're rubbish but i don't think that they're rubbish at all i think they're good like i think a lot of people would kill to have more star guard in their army arguably but i think there's just maybe more fun like if you like were like oh i can't wait to do eels again like you've been doing for four year, three no, years no i really wanted to do eels again <laughs> it's genuinely all i wanted back from this book and i think the the more side just again when you fight when you have things that are better for their points in your own book i get other books would have them but yeah. i've got better stuff in this book so the internal balance is yeah is shifted Bad. away from them whereas <laughs> it used to be highly in their favor it's, they're out of favor now yeah like i i just don't know like why you wouldn't just take um namati for the, the points why would you not just take um the shark because then you've got actual presence from far away as well yeah, like, I mean, I, and then for forty points, you can have a king. Yeah, I do feel like you're you're arguing between Namati and an Alapex in a lot of situations, right? Yeah. And, then, and then you're also arguing for characters as well. So like, like what do they do? They're fast, which is cool, but they don't hold objectives as well. And I think that they they might be better than Alapex, maybe. Uh, but Alapex has got that ability to project power. But then these guys can project power pretty fast early. Mm -hmm. But like shooting is so good because you're not in a trading game. I shoot you, you don't hit me and, back. Yeah, especially like, like, like when you've got the Forgotten Nightmares. Like you can stay out of that um, twenty-four inch range, and they can't actually hit you. So you can just keep hitting them, and they can't touch you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could shoot their guys who can't. Like turn one, you could shoot their guys and still be out. And they of range. can't touch you. They can't yeah, yeah, shoot yeah. you. 
so dumb. Uh, so that's Morsar Guard. Achillean Alipa. Oh, sorry. Ishling Guard, though. Uh, same situation. Everything lost reroll charges. Um, uh, they're 195 points. And they ignore modifiers to save rolls. Um, but they have a three up save char save roll on the charge when they charge, not when they're charged. Okay. So they're more expensive now. They do the same job. So probably won't see any play. But that said, they're more fighty than they used to be. Yeah. They've got rend and like and they've got more bite attacks. So they're more fighty, which I think is really nice as well. Oh, and they've got rend on their swords. So it is thanks good. to him. They just sort of they got worse and then they went up in points. Because obviously you used to see the janky thing where you charged and then you could still get the plus one from all out defense and stuff. So yeah. you'd be sitting on a two up unrendable. But now you can't do that. And they went up in points. So yeah. and they were hard to fit in your list anyway, even at 155. Yeah, and the book doesn't really like the book is like the book says, Oh, you can be all strikes first if you want. And you're like, oh, all right, okay, like they're kind of okay at output. Like we can give you plus one attack, okay, I guess, whatever. Like you don't even have a volume of attacks like reavers or thralls. So like like being able to reduce people's save characters or anything like that. They're fast, I guess. They can ignore, ignore rent, uh, I guess, is okay. Um They just they're just counterproductive with what you're trying to do in this book. Or, or, or what, like the, or what the book smash. is, yeah, or what the book is trying to do. Like the book is yeah. like, but I think they still like they still have a place. If yeah. you're like, actually, I want one unit of three to do a thing. I think that there's something there, like in the right. I could, I could definitely see you taking one unit of these to pin a more crusher to pin that one unit that you need, you know, stopping for a turn. But again, like, is it? I, I've written a couple of lists now, and I always just struggle to find that extra 195 points. Because yeah. everything's fighting for a place now. It's not like it used to be where you're like, oh, I've only actually got three units in this book. Yeah. And also, they're, they're at the same price as Morsar, right? So, like, they're a utility. But what's nice is the book has given them a utility piece. So, like, you've got that now. You're like, oh, if I want that. So, again, other armies would be like, I'd really like that unit in my army. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think if if you've got, if all you've got in your box are eels, you still got decent units really that could go and do a thing i've got 39 they're all gonna <laughs> sit in the shelf yeah but that's because you've got five fucking kings and loads of thralls 39 eels so, yeah. 50 thralls 30 reavers let's go <laughs> uh, okay so then uh, we've talked about them a lot the alapex 165 weirdly in the fomo box they went up to 10 wounds and now they're back to eight wounds Waiting for I really hope this gets an FAQ. <laughs> yeah, I, I like. I th honestly think if they go up to ten wounds, right? They're better. That's better. Like because of the way the book is was organized. Because like you basically could get a turtle now, right now, to make to buff them so they will get plus one save. So I'm kind of like. So lists I've written for people have been like: take a turtle, take some sharks. You're gonna have a great time. You don't have loads to paint. Yeah, super easy. Plus one save on the shark, so that's good for you. So you're in a good spot. People are like, oh, that's cool. But probably you just take three more sharks instead of the turtle because. At the minute, probably, because that gives you 12 shots at range, and then you also have three more units on the board. But where it gets really, really, really scary is if they then all get plus two wounds. And then you're like, oh, no, that's... So if that gets FAQ'd Let's up... Let's go. Um, like, so I know Final Flash in the chat thinks that eight wounds is better. I think there's a huge argument between eight and ten wounds. Um, eight wounds on sharks is way worse than ten. And I will fight anyone. <laughs> but what's your if reasoning? You're taking what's your a reasoning? Turtle, 
Well, a turtle. The reason people are saying that the eight rune is better is because the turtle buff. That was the case in the last book, but now he's five hundred points. Yeah, like, um, like why like not just spoilers. take more sharks? Well, like, yeah, I, I personally I kind of agree, but the the turtle did also get a buff on its shooting. So the turtle who has eight when shots. Also, that people are saying about cover. When have you ever played at a tournament that actually has real terrain rules? <laughs> Almost when never. have you ever stuck a shark in a bit of cover and gone, oh, I've got cover, instead of actually running him forward and doing what he's supposed to do? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you, you don't have to take shivers either. Like, you could take alapexes in units. So then they're 30 wounds, and rally becomes very, very interesting on that unit as well. Especially, like, you think MSU... Oh, no, wait, you can't. You can only be battle-line in a shiver, actually. Yeah. No, you can't. So never mind. Ignore me. Ignore me a lot. Um, but uh, they've got three-inch coherency. Lol. Um, uh, if you have unit two, they get a champ. They're 165 points. They've got a net launcher, which you might see. Probably not. You're just probably going to alpha strike fucking people off the board. Uh, and then plus one attack on bites uh, if they're within six inches of an enemy model that suffered any wounds allocated to it this turn. Right? Um, I, they've got low... I, I know, like, so people are like, oh, low tide gives them cover. But... Like, what is hurting you on the first turn? Oh, I've got ignoring your shooting turn one. If you want to charge me, I'm then going to win in the turn one. <laughs> yeah, if you do overextend, you are going to have a horrific army charge you, and then maybe the king will be like, I'll always rex first, I guess. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so like, yeah, so some people, some people I think are happy about the change back to eight. Um, like, I've suggested to people that it's great and you can have a turtle i'm jury still out for me i know the chat i've got different opinions adam's obviously got an opinion i don't know what you think nathan james doesn't know what you think uh well i mean yeah i think uh having more wounds is better at the end of the day you'd just be more self-contained uh having to stay in a bubble around a turtle and stuff i don't know about that i like being able to spread out so yeah uh, so, but yeah, uh, they sound like uh, they're well worth their points and they're pretty nasty in a fight. So, yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah pretty baby. shooty, pretty fighty. Uh, the shooting is insane. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. Yes, the shooting is nuts. I mean, I used the um, the new the new War Scroll in the last book. So it's like, it's basically the same book, right? Yeah. Let's be, let's be honest. It's basically um, the same book, yeah. Like, um, but I, I shot uh, four or five sharks. Uh, six pigs and wiped them out in a turn one round of shooting me and nathan also played with also <laughs> the the new shooting profile nathan you're on the receiving end of these alapexes because i also took a bunch of alapexes and the experience yeah. was yeah they just absolutely shredded my army like it's i nuts. had a, a, uh whatever 180 wounds or something and lots of it had gone after i'd been shot like, <laughs> I was like what is going on? yeah yeah and bear in mind they're only Ren 1, but if you've got a uh, a C and you make yeah. things less less safe characteristic. Oh, but you can't, it's melee, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. We literally yeah. had this yeah. discussion earlier. We did this discussion earlier. No, it's yeah. the same, it's the same. It's got to reinforce it's melee, right? Get it there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking the get it in there, is, when, Yeah, obviously I got shredded by the shooting. When I finally got into combat, then they fucking just chomped me in combat. They're, <laughs> yeah. pretty, they're yeah. great combat. I think so. the funniest one is when... Um, so I've done it a couple of times when you unleash hell with them. So um, I did it against, uh, I played Laurie and he charged 10 wardens in and I killed all 10 wardens with the unleash hell. And then I played um, Dave 
uh, one of the Wales guys, uh, and he charged the not Ghoul King on Terrorgeist. What's the what's the zombie dragon? Uh, yeah, King literally the zombie, zombie dragon. dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he fucking charged that in. Did a single wound with shooting. Gave him all plus one attack and then killed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, if you do shoot, if you do, yeah, if you do the Overwatch, which does the does the mortal wound, does the damage, you then get yeah. plus one to your bite attack, right? Um, yeah, it's really good. But the fact that they have this volume of shooting, it's volume as well, right? Like that's yeah, what's, yeah. that's what's crazy. It's loads of shots. It's like proper. So so if you took if you took an Achillean King, let's take you say you take the crazy King, yeah, and then you take a Tidecaster, a Turtle, and you take six Sharks and two Shivers as battle line. Right, you're going to do 24 shots from the sharks. You're going to do eight shots from the turtle, so that you're going to do 32 shots at rend one at 24 inches. That's D3 damage. Jordan, that's even better. Yeah. What? Uh, King low town, and then nine sharks for 36 shots. <laughs> There's also that, right? <laughs> There's also that, right? So like, uh, like. Um, like, and that's before, like, we're not even talking about the always strikes first fighting mechanic at the moment. We're just talking yeah. about the output, right? So there's lots there. Okay. Uh, so we talked about most of it. We'll just talk about, um, uh, the Achillean. We've talked about that. We've talked about that. Right. We'll talk about the, the, uh, um, the four, like, kind of like support units, the Ishran ones. These are the guys that you choose if you want to get, um, these are the guys you take if you want to get the table, and probably if you want to take thralls, truthfully, right? So you got Lotan, who's got way better, right? Uh, four wounds, uh, yeah, four wounds with a four-up save and a five-up ward, yeah? So all of these Ishran characters have gained a five-up ward save. I think I'm right in saying that. Yeah? So yeah. yeah, literally all the Ishran characters have got a five-up ward save now. Right, which is, like, pretty nice. I probably... So they can't be shot. And they've got a five-up ward save to <laughs> combat shooting. It's also to combat comets call. Ah, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Which is great. Yeah, which is great. So it would be nice to see uh, all of the characters get... Um, I don't think I don't think the Thrallmaster has a five-up ward. I don't think... No, he doesn't because he's an Achillean character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just the Ishran characters that got the five-up ward. Um, but it would be really nice to have seen... Uh, in the future, a lot of units get a five-up ward, like these little five-wound characters... Right, unless they're a skink, <laughs> you leave him alone, baby. <laughs> right, um, so he's got five wounds, four up save, five up ward. He used to have a six up save as well, so the guys become a lot tankier, right? A lot tankier. Now yeah, he moves, he's real good. moves six inches, and then he's got um, plus one to wound for Ideneth Deepkin units, wholly within 12 inches in melee, get plus one to wound, right? So that's all Ideneth Deepkin units, plus one to wound, wholly within 12 inches. Which is massive. Yeah, that's pretty tasty. Okay. And he's cheap. Yeah, he's super cheap. He's 115 points. Yeah, 115 points. And he's the cheapest Ishran character. So he's the cheapest way of getting the ritual as well. Yeah, if you want to do the tide, basically. Mm. Right? Uh, and yes, it's including mounts. Uh, I'm pretty certain it's including mounts, yeah. Right? And then he's got an ability, which is once per battle, at the start of the hero phase... If this unit is on the board, you can pick one Ideneth Deepkin unit wholly within 12 inches, and they can be affected by one ritual from the Ishoran table. Right? So what you could do, if you combo this with an Achillean King, is you can take 30 thralls or 20 thralls or whatever, right, on turn two. You can make it so that they charge, always strikes first, 
right? And then if you've got low, um, with plus one to wound from Lotan, and if Lotan's nearby, um, uh, he can have it so that unit are affected by the five at ward save as well, if that makes sense, yeah. right? Or you can make it so a unit can't get shot from outside of 12 inches, those sorts of things, basically. Which is How does that work with... Um, they're going to have to FAQ that, right? Because you can... If, if they're the closest enemy unit for the Forgotten Nightmares, yeah. and you give them the ritual that they can't be targeted, can they target anything behind, like Old Cloud of Midnight? Oh, yeah. I guess no, currently. Currently. So no FAQ, no. So if they don't FAQ that, you can make it so that you can... The closest... You pick the closest unit to make them, like, the shooty thing the yeah. shooting so, ritual so they get an extra ritual on a unit once per battle once yeah per battle. yeah right. but potentially you can shut down shooting with it yeah yeah i think i think well i think you fucking fucked up shooting anyway with the song. Yeah, i was about to say like you shut down shooting five times now like, <laughs> the fifth one doesn't matter also also we've shot all your shooting with our shooting yeah i mean yeah, you might as well just. Uh, why can't they have a rule where you just shoot yourself in the foot or something in the head? <laughs> yeah. The best rule would be when playing Ideneth Deepkin, all shooting models gain the following attack profile. Done. Yeah, what? Yeah. Shit. Th- three's three. One attack. Three's three's minus yeah. one. One damage. Uh, so Welcome it, to the world, boys. So, but the interaction could be that you could. The guys in the chat are talking about it. It needs to be worked through. Um, but either way, so Lotan, massive stonks. Because you would take Lotan, as Adam has said, if you wanted to have a very cheap Ishran character, Lotan's there, 115 points. Yeah. yeah. He's got a five-up ward, so he's pretty tanky, which is really nice. And also, plus one to wound aura. So if you ran him in between two units of 30 thralls, for example, yeah, um, then you're in a really good spot. Um, and they would all have plus one to wound, which is pretty scary, truthfully, if I'm honest. Um, yeah. Uh, so that is Lotan. Then you've got the Tidecaster, which is kind of my pick. Uh, 150 points for the Tidecaster. Move six is a wizard, uh, but it's got five wounds, four up save, and a five up ward as well, right? And can pick two Ishran rituals at the start of the battle instead of one. So I feel like the reason I say that I think that the the Ishran one's pretty good, so Tidecast is pretty good, yeah, is if you were, um, is it just gives you a little bit of utility. You could take the plus one to charge as well. Like you could, like it's also a wizard, and I really like the idea of just if I take a turtle, for instance, of casting Mystic Shield on a turtle because I want to do that. I haven't, in fact, we haven't talked about turtles. We should go back. Um, I just skipped that. Sorry. Um, and it's got it's got its own spell. Cast on a seven, a unit within 18 inches takes D3 mortal wounds and is minus one to their attacks until the next hero phase, which is good range and I think a good ability and really neuters some units, I think. So minus one to the attack profile of a unit. Yeah, that's right? pretty good. Uh, to their melee attack profile. Yeah, to their melee attack profile, right? Yeah. Do this with yeah. the minus one rend spell as well. Yeah. So, so you get minus one attack and rend, essentially. Yeah, like I, I quite like the Tidecaster, but I'm willing to hear reasons as why not, Adam. Uh, I think she's a bit expensive. So okay. 150 points is a little bit pricey. Um, when you, or you also don't, depending on your list, you potentially don't need two rituals. Um, yeah, I think it's dependent most, on the list. Yeah, I think if you're running thrall heavy, you take her because you want the ignore shoot and the five up ward save. If you're not running thrall heavy, you probably drop her. Because again, it's it, it's it's really hard to find points in this army at the moment. 
Yeah. Like, I think you'll be surprised that when, when you start building lists, you'll be like, I've used all my points. Especially because oh. you're building the Crazy King and you might have a Leviathan on that 750 gone and you haven't even done much, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, even if you're going like sharks, you know, they're 165 each. If you go in, even even thralls, like when you when they're they are cheap for 130, but you need quite a lot of them because they they do die quite quickly. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so let's talk about Leviathan. Moves 10 inches and it can fly. Right, it's got the totem keyword now, which is wicked. Um, so it's got 16 wounds and a two-up save that degrades. So it's basically a 16 wound Bastilladon, effectively. Um, it's got plus one to its save rolls for Eidneth Deepkin units wholly within 12 inches with eight wounds or less, which is why that conversation about the sharks is super important. Um, uh, so, but that is going to affect all of your uh, thralls, obviously, your reavers. It's going to affect uh, the Achilling King. Yeah, because he's got... Yeah, yeah seven. Seven. Um, so that's pretty nice if you wanted to run that. Uh, and then, obviously, your, your eels as well. And it's got plus one to hit for enemy units within 12 inches. Sorry. The way it's worded is, and I think I've got this right, it's plus one to hit four Namati units that are wholly within 12 inches. Sorry. An enemy unit that's wholly within 12 inches of a Leviathan, then Namati units are plus one to hit. I'm pretty certain that's the way it's written. It's not plus Can one you to just hit. say MSU again for me, please? No. I, what I'm saying is, <laughs> is I don't think... I don't, if, I don't know if you've got it up, Adam, to read, but I don't think the uh, way it's... Yeah, I don't think the way it's written... Is it's plus one to hit for Namati holding than twelve inches of Leviathan. I think it's plus one to hit for units, enemy units that are holding uh, within twelve inches of Leviathan. Add one to hit rolls for attacks made by friendly Namati units that target an enemy unit holding within twelve inches of friendly Leviathan. Yeah, so, so that I, enemy unit needs to be holding within twelve, so, not the Namati. Yeah, so I think a lot of people have missed that. Like that's the like the wording on that yeah. is quite specific, right? So you have to trash. Have, <clears throat> uh, well, I mean. Sorry. It's, it's pretty good because you send this guy in first, right? And then he's like tanking yeah. for your army, right? Six is to hit on his draw attack. Do three mortal wounds or six mortal wounds to a monster. And a stomp does D6 mortal wounds instead of D3 mortal wounds uh, if the unit has got a wounds characteristic of one. It's also got a great melee profile. It's got a two-up armor save. It's got 16 wounds. It's fast. And it's got eight shots at 24 inches that do D3 damage, right? I personally think it's worth its price tag right but doesn't necessarily fit in with the rest of an army if that makes sense this, this is this is my issue with it like yeah. the 500 points is is probably right yeah okay but it's, it's like i mean i was i was just arguing that a 150 point character was hard to fit in let alone a 500 point monster hmm. but it's a good monster like it is a good monster but like it's not changed massively since the old version of the leviathan hmm. and i could never justify that one at like 400 odd points um because it's 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 very swingy um it's very expensive and again it's kind of counterproductive of what the army's trying to do like it's tr making you play a castle when you don't want to be a castle yeah i agree yeah i agree i agree but you could um right uh, and could issue orders to itself it can do it can do a bunch of stuff right like and i genuinely like so i've so just cutting to the end i've written a cookie cutter list for a bunch of people at the moment like fish my friend tank they were all here at the weekend they're like rob give us a cookie cutter list like let's go play and it was killer king tidecaster five heart renders and then two shivers of, of three sharks each so six sharks a turtle a king 
and five heart renders because the points kind of work out you can't really get anything else but you could also have ether wings or some other stuff or like and that's kind of my list because that lets you do a mystic shield on the turtle from the tidecaster gives you a shit ton of shots it's a sh not very many models to paint and you just shoot a bunch of stuff right and you charge a bunch of stuff like it's a fun list i'm not don't necessarily think it's the list right but in that situation the leviathan is just going to be this annoying thing like that's just going to be horrific in combat pretty tanky monsters takeover super easy if you're playing new you know if you're a new player you're like monsters takeover right and it gives you the option for a lot more points and vps via battle tactics right so i think that that's pretty good ultimately yeah yeah um yeah yeah oh well, yeah it's great for the um while we're still in the monster uh, year of the monster or whatever it's still pretty good for that finishing off a battle line all of that sort of stuff yeah what's then, um, that's the other thing right that the monster meta is potentially coming to an end now Mm. yeah yeah like we're in the yeah because we got the new ghb in a few months i guess uh well yeah. july so I, is the plus one to hit bubble is that just melee or is just it melee just well? melee yeah plus one to hit in melee yeah yeah and it's is it specific units or is it just all idoneth units no it's not melee so the reavers get the plus one to hit oh is it it's not melee yeah yeah, yeah. wow no gross but so again like, you just use and attack. shoot yeah, stand and shoot. You get plus one hit automatically. Yeah. So you just cancel out the minus one to hit. Yeah. Fair, fair, play, fair play. But it's only obviously to Reavers that do it, so your opponent can, you know, do it. It's it's hard to pull off on a on oh, okay. shell. So is it only plus one a hit to Namati? Namati you know? Only to Namati. Oh. Uh, and it's not a Namati itself? No. No, Namati are just Reavers and Thralls. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get a Seraphon where they just randomly put Namati on random things. <laughs> or, or Gits where they just didn't give them keywords. Didn't pay. Yeah, like... <laughs> like they, no, no. they seem to have been very specific. They've segregated this book very well. And other books are well. like, not sure. Um, <laughs> not sure. Is this a trog? Isn't it a trog? Who fucking knows? Yeah, who point? knows? All right, so the Tidecaster, we pretty... Soul Scribe, we've already talked about. He can deep strike a unit, but you probably won't because he's super fast and it's shit. Uh, Soul Render, we've talked about already. Um, you can heal units, uh, so you can return three units. So maybe if you're running hordes of thralls, then maybe you would also add this guy in. Like he's pretty. This guy's pretty good. He's it's pretty expensive. Like you could do hundred and twenty points. Uh, I, I know, but like hundred and twenty uh, points to get your ritual. Yeah. So if you've only got him, so you get your ritual. Then you do the um, get the extra guys back. Then obviously, so you, you rally, you do this, and then if you really want to, you cast life storm as well. So you can essentially get 3d3 plus a rally. Yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't... This is important. I probably wouldn't ever take the one where I get an extra three back. I would always take the one where I'm charging if I'm taking thralls. But, um, yeah, I see your point. And you could potentially be like... Because it's cheap. When we get onto thralls, there are 130 points for 10. So your two big bricks of 30 thralls are only 390 points of absolute smash face. So you add Lotan in... Yeah, that's 110, 115, and you could add this guy in to start healing, and you're still sub a thousand points for two bricks of 30 killers. Yeah, that have got crazy charge mechanics. Add a king on top, you're at 1250, and you're like, lol, I don't even know what to take anymore. I've got a lot of shit on the board, right? And you could still just add more, which is dumb. So like, like it's like I, I'll, I'll, you could add a king and a C, and then. And then another battle line unit, and you're like, and then you're finally done. 
right with what would be a batshit army in my opinion uh so soul render um return models uh and then you got ishran enhancements so you've got command traits if you make one of them a general uh start the combat phase if the a general is within three inches of a hero or champion on a three plus of his d3 mortal wounds <laughs> lol uh just ignore that one forever uh merciless raider six is to hit auto wound on like units with like three attacks don't care um so this is only on those units we just talked about teachings of the tuskull you can flip the tides and the ebb tide is first right so you might do that right this one this one obviously used to be good when you flip the tides but it was only good because of futhan that made it run in charge turn one but now you don't get the futhan ability it's now retreat and charge turn one and then strike first so it's yeah. a bit awkward now because you, you essentially get no bonus turn one yeah effectively yeah yeah 100 percent uh so but but still if you wanted to do all your always strikes first turn two right then but yeah. probably you don't like but maybe like if you're against iron jaws like you could just but like... who cares when you've got four kings and you can strike first every turn <laughs> it's true uh right then you got artifacts of power you've got the dritch leech which is subtract one from casting unbinding and dispelling from any unit enemy units within 18 inches which is quite good uh rune of surging gloom tide which is once per battle summon a gloom tide shipwreck wholly within 12 inches normal restrictions apply so that's good right um and then brain barnacles uh, was what the writer had when writing it. So <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible one. Anyway, mm. right. So onto the final two units, and then we can talk lists. Okay, well three units. Okay, so Thrall Master. Okay, move six, five wounds, four up save, no ward save. Okay, but you can't shoot him, so it doesn't matter anyway. Um, and at the start of the combat, each combat phase. This is huge. Yeah, he chooses a fighting stance, and it affects him. And his go-go dancers around him, specifically Namati units, so specifically thralls, right? So you re-roll hit rolls of one in melee, you get exploding sixes, or minus one to be wounded for units. And it's this is in every combat phase, right? For him, and yeah. units wholly within 12 inches. Okay? So, you know, on the turn that you charge, exploding sixes, I guess. Um, uh, or I guess re-rolling re hit rolls of one. one. Yeah, because you could be on hitting on twos if you wanted to. And then wounding on twos if you've got low tan. So you could be twos, re rolling ones, twos. So you could have 30 thralls, probably can't get them all to attack, but whatever. 90 attacks uh, into one wound models um, because you get plus one attack. Hit on twos, yeah. re rolling ones, wound on twos, rend one damage. I one. know what. Exploding sixes is better, isn't it? I think exploding sixes, match yeah. wise, is better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it depends what you're attacking, right? But I think exploding yeah. sixes is better. I mean, you get shit. charged again. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, happy days. Charge again, fight something else, kill that. I mean, yeah. to be fair though, if you do, if, if you do charge again, you're probably going to be out of the buff rage at that point. Like you would hope that you're out of the buff rage. <laughs> yeah, but it's fine. You still be having a great time. You can show cans off to that, and yeah, yeah, take the twenty nil. Yes, <laughs> so that's a thrall master. Uh, then thralls. Now I made a mistake on this slide. They actually have an uh, armor save of five up, not a four up. Okay, so a bit oh, yeah. of a mistake there. So they uh, thralls and reavers. We'll do reavers first. So reavers are amazing. They move eight inches and they're units of ten. They're 170 points, but they move eight. They shoot 18. Uh, they've only got a five up armor save, but they shoot two shots each. Threes and threes run one damage one. Uh, so that's 20 shots for those 170 points. And I think legitimately they're still reaver builds. Legitimately, especially these. These, these have gotten a lot better. 
Yeah. Like with all the with all the Namati buffs now, and then the five up water you can whack on them. Like they they're really really good reavers now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like really, 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 really good. Like, especially if you decided to do the C. Oh no, it doesn't work with shooting. Third time, like we've had that combo. Um, but it's like these guys sorry, are it's... great with uh, with that turtle as well. If you just ram a turtle down somebody's throat into the middle of their army, yeah, then these guys all get plus one a hit. They don't have to be within twelve. They can stand back and. Pew, 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 but then, pew, pew. then, then my argument with that is just like you know, you've got a unit of thirty, just all out attack them. And then yeah. save yourself 500 points. Yeah, I mean, oh, no. you can save your command <laughs> points for the for keeping your turtle alive and doing turtley things. <laughs> which is why, which is why I think the tidecaster is pretty important. Like, because if you give plus one, if you do mystic shield on a, a turtle, and then with all out defense with his two up save, that guy's tanky AF. Like he's big tanks, right? Um, but I still think that there's reaver builds. Like I really do because they they have a lot of shots, right? There's some really good reaver builds you can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so oh yeah, that... and if you've got the tie cast, so you can always ambush them if you want to come in on the board edge. And... Yeah, but I think that there's just a lot of points. And like... or is it the soul scry? Sorry, soul scry, wrong... soul scry. Yeah, yeah, sorry, wrong yeah. one. No, no, ignore that then. And then and then and then these guys have to be the winners, the thrall master, the thrall. Sorry. Because the book is basically telling you to take them, and then the points are just re like if the book is like, hey, maybe you're gonna have a good time down here. The points are the blowjob at the end of the good time, yeah, <laughs> right. Like there are 130 points for 10, which almost puts them in Age of Sigmar terms into chaff territory, like very close. That's what I used to play them as at 130 points. Right, yeah, like but they're two attacks each, three threes, run one damage, one. They move six. Um, obviously, don't forget turn two. They can run a charge. Lol. Corn just crying into their corn flakes. Um, uh, the unit champ has plus one attack, uh, but they get a special kind of ability where they get plus one attack against units with wounds characteristic of one. So that would be even a unit of ten is going to be thirty attacks, right? Uh, and then plus one damage, which is really good against units with a wounds characteristic of three or more. So, <laughs> so it's damage two. So you could have even a unit of 10 still 20 attacks with damage two and they could be exposed sixes, choose to hit, choose to wound. Like they could be doing some really good stuff, basically. So uh, like, and again, you don't have to take thralls, but you could take thralls and you don't have to do any of that, the stuff we just talked about, but you've got a lot of overlapping buffs. Like 130 points for threes and threes is great. You add low tan um, so that you're ended up with uh like twos is great you take a king not a king sorry you take an aspect of the storm you've got twos like again and you've got a storm then like which is pretty good so like um i personally i think it's pretty good overall thralls so, are insane 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 uh james uh like what do you think having listened to this so far what what has jumped out of you what what is, what have you kind of thought uh, it, I think, like, realistically, it's quite nice because it, in theory, can look like an army again. So you can have a load of archers, you can have a load of foot people uh, in thralls. Uh, you can take a big artillery piece, for lack of a better term, for the Leviathan, I think. I think then you've got a cavalry unit. Like, it looks like a fantasy army probably should, yeah. in my head. Uh, however, it also sounds like everything that i think is wrong with the current age of sigma matter where you probably end your game in two three turns good 
Well, I mean, you have you have <laughs> to end the game by turn three. Like, like when an army has always strikes first for an yeah, entire yeah, that's battle what I mean. round. Yeah, like it's so deeply unengaging. Like, yeah. like it's like I, I mean, we've talked to like Adam, like you and me have done coverage, right? Yeah, I kind of like made like a bit of a mock joke when I was doing the the Warhammer Club show today, and I was like, just I was just like prepping people for for like the the fight, and like when every time we did coverage, it was like, okay, well they have to really win by turn two because otherwise, then literally every single time. Yeah, like so it's just a bit like. I mean, um, every time I play deep game, I get to turn three, and I'm, I literally look at my opponent and I'm like, "Are you ready for the most unengaging turn of your life?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a fantastic time. And I personally don't think it should be in there, but that's a side note. That's not really. I don't really want to review it with the criticisms in. I'd like to do a separate show on that. Uh, Nathan, what's what jumps out to you? Like, how do you feel about all of this? Well, I mean, if you're an Ardenith deep game player, you've got to be fairly happy, I reckon. You can play just about anything in the book and have a good time. Yeah. Uh, and you can play some of the stuff in the book and have a really, really good time. <laughs> uh, and your opponent probably won't be having a good time. Uh, I think it's, yeah, there's there's still a strong army. So you got, yeah. They should be winning a lot of games. All right. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about army build archetypes. Yeah, and what we mm. might see from lists. Adam, you're first. Like, what do we think? I mean, I'm obviously standing the Achillean King list. Okay, well, talk to me about talk to me about how right. you see how what you see of it and how you see it working. Um, so I've I've written a couple of variations of it. Um, but I think this is my favourite one. Um, so you get four kings. Um, so that's a thousand points straight away. Nice. Yeah. Uh, then you take a aspect of the sea. Uh, yeah. Then you take Lotan just to get your ritual. Yep. Uh, then you take three units of ten thralls and ten reavers. Okay. So you've got thirty thralls and ten reavers, and that's dead on two thousand points. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously you, you have all four kings that can just keep buffing each other, doing their thing. You've got the C in there to do his spells to make the kings more effective, um, potentially turning something to a monster if you need to cap an objective. Um, then you've got Lotan to make things um, have the tide ritual again. Yep. Um, and then thralls to cap objectives, but also be able to kill stuff. And then reavers to be able to just sit back and do their thing while the kings kill stuff. Um, and it's surprising how much you actually get in that list. Yeah, it's quite um, a bit. But yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Um, what was the... Yeah, like just always striking first, <laughs> like all the time. Um, I'm going to try... This is the list I'm trying on Wednesday. Um, I think it's going to work pretty well. Yeah, and obviously, obviously, you give them, uh, you give your your main king the ability to have all the extra attacks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's unstoppable fury. Uh, I assume you're going to make them do d6 mortal wounds on the charge as well. Uh, um, I'm pr- probably going to give one of them minus one to hit. Yeah, to Which go you... in the middle and just sit with their minus one to hit. Um, but I'm going to run this in iron rack mm. for the one of the kings can do the heroic action to make something else um, be affected by the running charge. Yeah. So I can the the king that I need to fly forward, I can make him run in charge. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, okay. All right, good. Uh so the cookie cutter list that I wrote for people is I I've said it already, six sharks in two shivers. Um uh so this is in Futh one. Uh and then uh a turtle and the Keelian King for the always strikes first again. 
uh, and then a Tidecaster, and then five Heart Renders. Uh, heart Renders just to drop down any point, just generally just piss piss off people off. It'd be Shadow Stonkers, but it doesn't fit in the list. Um, the Keeling Kings. Tree Revs. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe you could do Tree Revs as well. Uh, the Keeling Kings. The Keeling Kings great. I wouldn't even obviously use Heart Renders. I just use Crabs and say that they're like like those like i just like i'd use something else um Achilling king i can't believe strikes... you use something else as models i know right uh Achilling king because then i get always strikes first turn th turn two and turn three lol uh and then the sharks because sharks lots of shooting it's super simple so that's that's that list which i think is quite easy uh, and again because you can just ignore shooting uh, and then i think that the thrall list is so open for debate and then i think there's also a king and a storm uh, sorry not a king there's also a storm and a sea list as well so i think the thrall list is crazy you can take two blocks of 30 30s are probably unmanageable so you can maybe take four blocks of 20 i think right? you take one block of 30 and then the rest is tens okay but you yeah like you've got loads yeah. of loadouts right you've got the soul scry if you want to do not soul scry sorry soul render if you want to start returning them i guess you take them in uh the sub faction so dom hain you take him in uh, Dom Hain, uh, so you... No, I'm taking him in uh, Briar Bimdar, or whatever it's called. <laughs> Briar Bimdar. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. So you, uh, so you take them in that um, uh, so that you get all of the crazy charges. And then I think maybe Lotan, but you could probably swap Lotan for the king, which then still means you need a Tidecaster or something. I mean, if, if you're taking the throw heavy, you, you need a Tidecaster. Uh, you mean... Like, the... you, have, you have to have a Tidecaster if you're going throw heavy. Why? Because... You you have to have the twelve inch not be able to shoot, and you have to have the five up also. Uh yeah yeah oh so for the two choices oh yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. you have to have it like yeah. yeah so you could have a king and then a tide caster and then you could have loads of thralls reavers you could have some sharks to back it up you could still put a turtle in that list as well yeah right <clears throat> so you got plus one to hit plus one to wound right yeah that's what I was thinking for for just for a mixed list you could have. A couple of units of thralls, a couple of units of reavers, a couple of the small heroes like a tidecaster and a thrallmaster, and then probably still have enough to fit the, a turtle and a shark or maybe two sharks in. I think you actually trade the turtle for Severith. Because <laughs> we can ally in Luminech now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, now everyone is telling me to stop with the turtle, but like truthfully, like it depends who you're designing this for. Like there are like there, like I've said, like the top lists like probably don't have something like that in. But also, I don't think people understand the ease of being able to achieve a, a monstrous action. Like like not a monstrous action, monstrous takeover. <laughs> when they do monstrous takeover, and it's like I just stand here, I've achieved monstrous action. Uh, monstrous takeover. It's so easy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You say that though. I've seen people do run three units and fail it. Yeah, so, yeah, same, same. <laughs> same. Yeah, I reckon people need to. I need six to, nations. I reckon people need to wind their neck in when you can't even run three units, right? You're like, <laughs> I don't need a monster. Well, I'm, to, I'm like, do this battle tactic really easily. Are you sure? But that said, the output in the book is pretty great. Now, I will say a couple of things. One, the mortal wounds are fairly limited, right? Which is quite interesting. The rend is situational a lot of it's based on the charge right so that's pretty key um so i think that that's pretty good it does have weight of dice attacks but those weight of dice attacks really only come from if you go thrall heavy right so like i think the kings are fantastic i think you could easily do double king not sorry not king uh sorry double aspect of the storm and take a character so you could definitely do that right 
run i mean imagine an, the, the killer king and then two aspects of the storm just slapping the fuck out of you in a turn and then yeah. retreating and charging yeah it's great yeah there's yeah. like so many options it's mm. insane now yeah that's so you could swap like in that list that we were talking about you swap the turtle out and put uh some use some of the aspects in there instead yeah, yeah. for the spells and stuff i say i really really like the aspect of the sea now mm. yeah the aspect of the sea the spell, really, the spell yeah, casting yeah, yeah. one yeah, yeah yeah that aspect is insane so it's just it's all good basically is what we're saying uh it's a lot so, better than the old book as well because the old book you were always shoehorned into a build whereas this is the first time i think i've had read the deep King book and so i can run this or i can do this or i've got this list i can have as well yeah but to, got... but to round the conversation off it's because the whole army has always strikes first round around which is fucking stupid like i like i don't think i've said that today yet like so i just want to be <laughs> crystal clear that the fact that it's still there is fucking stupid and like and he's so short-sighted from a game design perspective like it's just like i'm like like and then they were like oh, lol what if we gave them more of it like i can't believe they kept it and then they added more Hilarious. I just want to say, I think Games Workshop have always done really good design on books. And uh, <laughs> this is absolutely fantastic, as they've always done. Shut Damn. up. <laughs> I've never complained about a book, and I'm not going to start now. <laughs> uh, James, you said that you didn't like the All Strikes first thing. Like, Talk to me about that a sec. Uh, yeah, I think, like, I think, and I, I know I've talked about it before, like, recently, every time I've gone to an event, I've wrote a list that I've I felt played five turns and I feel like as every book releases it becomes increasingly harder because Games Workshop seem to be wanting to release games that finish in three turns um, like why would I you just have think, Always like, Strikes First round four you are why wouldn't you have Always Strikes First round four like it's like threes in the middle <laughs> sorry idiot. Keep, keep going sorry James uh, yeah so I just think I think like there's that, and I also think there's something unengaged. Like, combat's like, I go, you go, I go, you go, for the reason that it continually allows you to play in a game, whereas I think the same as Deepkin did before, which we've talked about before, I'm sure, like, being sat there for 15, 20 minutes, my turn, your turn, while someone just continually rolls their attack dice and you just make saves, like isn't an engaging way to play a game uh, i agree with that nathan you got any thoughts about always strikes first yeah i mean it just yeah it makes them a super super painful army to play against if you're a combat army uh, which i guess combat armies out there are probably going to try and finish the game the first two turns anyway um like iron jaws and stuff like that so but yeah uh, it's uh gonna be interesting one to try and uh unpick with some gits i don't know if it'll ever happen <laughs> you'd have to yeah uh yeah like so uh, if it wasn't for always right first i don't think it would be lower end of the meta like i just like uh, then drop some of the points right like you know like nah, just just give us always strike first shut up <laughs> Like I just don't, I just don't get it. Like I, don't, I think the argument feels a bit asinine. Like and 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 my love to all of you on that front. Like I, I get it. You're like, don't take our toys away from us. But like, like Nathan said, like you then as a combat army, like you have till turn three and then you're done. 
right? Which most of turn one, you're jockeying for position, right? Sure, Iron Jaws, <laughs> sure, Iron Jaws and Dragons can double move and then charge you. But do we really think that that's cool? Like, well, we... yeah. I mean, that's James's point. Is he wanted to play five turns? So if they're playing that matchup, it's going to be over game. Yeah, turn one or two. Uh, either way, either the Iron Jaws and them have gotten in done the damage or else they haven't and now they're going to lose it because yeah. they're going to get chopped up yeah yeah. but I mean the 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 Ideneth have also got their flexibility with the king that they can still make d3 units always strikes first anyway so uh, when, when is when is that activated at the start of the combat phase at the start of your end combat of phase charge or something, yeah but it's the end of your charge phase it's like it's yeah. only in your turn Oh, okay. Yes, it's balanced. Sharp. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, listen. It's I... not like Severus ability, which is every time, is it? God. That's... Yeah, that's right. That's right. But that book's really struggling, so I don't want to start. Yeah. <gasps> um, it's almost like they're trying to shorten game times. But like that's the again. I think that that's a like like what who they're not shortening game times. They're shortening game times for who you like. You're like that's really quick if you play the Inethian. I'm like why? Because they kill you. You're like, that's not really shortening the game time. That's, I die fast. It's a very different conversation, like I think. Um, but it's there now. They've kept it, which is fucking lol jokes. Uh, so, you know, can't wait for the Keeper of Secrets to return with their Always Strikes First back because we're back to the activation wars or it never left and they're here again. Uh, which is nice. Um, it's like a meme that it was like, it was always there. <laughs> it was, I mean, it, they were still always there. Like, like <laughs> we're watching Dan Arnold just push people's shit in. Dan's like, oh, it seems like Dan hasn't really moved on the first turn. I wonder why. It's like, oh, because in one more turn, he wins. Like, okay great um uh but anyway thanks uh nathan james uh and adam are you guys doing any uh hobby or doing any warhammer this week i'm down at club 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 tomorrow uh i guess uh playing against i don't know no maybe? no i'm playing with my seraphon oh really? well, what would you prefer did you <laughs> try to kick in the dick or a kick in the head like your choice <laughs> Nice. Oh, I'm happy either way. That's great. But what are you bringing? Uh, I've written another gets list. I was going to bring. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay, mine's 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 a basty snake list that Darren wrote, so it's not that bad. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's yeah. not that bad. He went three zero, right? He Darren went three zero. That's very different. That's like Gavin going three zero, right? Like it's this Darren went three zero. Okay, I'll be piling in it, so I'll fuck it up, which will be great. Yeah, but it's still Thunder Lizards, isn't it? So. it Nathan's damage one, most of his army. Yeah. Still Thunder Lizards, though, isn't it? That's true. Uh, <laughs> James, what about you, baby? Doing anything? Uh, none for me this week. I'm having a week off. Nice. I think you deserve that. You need it. <laughs> yeah, you need it. You need it. Uh, Adam, what about you? You're playing I did Nathan King this week? Yeah, man. Getting the kings out, isn't it? All right, nice. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I've got, yeah, I've got yeah. a beat build up on that, but yeah. Yeah. You'll have to uh, tweet how you get on with your. I'll probably tweet. Uh, I've deployed, bossy. and then twenty minutes later, I've won. <laughs> Yay! Who are you Give playing? Them a good dicking. I don't know yet. You can't... Most of the people you play against are better than you, so you might lose anyway. This is also true. It's not hard to beat me. <laughs> like, again, when I roll like I do, anyone yeah. can beat me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you 
are the saltiest roller in all of the land, in my opinion. Uh, but that's super okay. Uh, have you what guys mean any... salty? There is no salt here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you were super cute. Is there any shout outs anyone uh, wants to make before we head out today? Uh, James, shout outs? Uh, none today for me. None. Okay, Nathan? All good. Okay, Adam? Uh, Math Mallow. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, I'm going to shout out the Twitch chat. And if you're listening back to this as a podcast or you're listening to it on YouTube, thanks for tuning in. Please do like and subscribe. Uh, thanks for being great. Thanks to everyone on the Rest of Patreon. Couldn't live or, well, just couldn't live without you. So thank you. Um, uh, thank live. you. Can, <laughs> if living is without, without you, you, I can't arr. live.